Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Monster 8 the Pilot, the podcast hosted by me, Brandon. It is Wednesday. It is the Wednesday edition of the podcast. That means I have a guest on today. And let me tell you a little bit about this guest. He is, he used to be a janitor, a boxer, a uh, cook. He's a bartender. He's an actor, a stagehand. He's done everything. But most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, he's always been a friend. A good guy, great guy, wonderful guy. The truest definition of it. He is the killer from Lucas Villa. Mr. LL Cool K himself. Some say rumor, some say legend. I just know he's usually seen with the wild women. It is Lauren Midnight Keller. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. I... <laughs> I wish I could live up to all those nicknames. I don't know. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. We're going to get there. How, how, what did you think of the introduction? That was brilliant. I've never, <laughs> never been introduced in that way before. Never. Good. Good. I'm glad. Uh, I, I'm good. glad I could oblige with something. For Absolutely. You. Six months in the making. This has been. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. You had to see the West Coast before you could come on the show again. Had to. You had to go get content for the podcast. That's ain't it the truth? Talking. Also, there was a, you know, there was some, there were some things about getting onto the show you did not tell us that there were hoops you had to go through mm. to get onto this show yeah for instance it was between me and rob thomas and your sister yeah you didn't say that what we had to do was visit the next door studio which is monster Eight the pie baking show <laughs> <laughs> so uh what i had to do was defeat my opponents in you know pie baking anyway all right I don't I know saying, that my sister long. doesn't know how to cook a fucking thing which so. is why it was easy for me <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now Rob Thomas <laughs> bakes a mean pie, so he I does. actually you know, I'm going to congratulate you there. That that one had to go two rounds. You he's know. pretty he's pretty smooth at cook baking pies. If you ain't know it the mean. truth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm happy to be here despite all of the hardships I had to go through to get here. Yeah, well I'm happy to have you here sitting on the sex appeal sofa. Yeah. I don't think it's ever had more sex appeal on it right than right now. <sighs> I feel the appeal, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. <laughs> I do fucking hate you so much sometimes. <laughs> Uh, only 30 seconds in that time. Yeah, I think what it took, uh, <laughs> it says three minutes there. I think we Okay, well. Ah, uh, but whatever. I'll try harder next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you want to talk about? What, what, what are we doing today, Lauren? I don't know, man. You, you, uh, you, uh, lured me up here with the promise of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, being a star. Yeah. And, uh, I know after many attempts that the only way to be a star is to have, to ride Brandon Monovan's coattails, <laughs> you know. No, uh, no, I, I, you know. Our time living together in Columbus was a good time. We had some, uh, I, I always loved, you know, hanging out on our time at the time patio, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, good conversations happened up there. Mostly it was about, you know, the shitty state of baseball, but we're probably going to talk a lot about that. I'm going to tell you about some of the future stuff on the podcast uh, a little bit later about please. some guy talked about it on the last episode, but another one popped into my head of yeah. these themes, which I don't think you're caught up. Yeah. Correct. I'm a few episodes, maybe a month behind. I don't okay. know. Yeah. No problem. I mean, you did go to California for a month without I telling did. anybody. I did. I, when you're yeah. sitting there, you're threatening Justin about going on the podcast first, and then you take a whole vacation <laughs> <laughs> before going on the podcast and holding the whole thing up. But, you know, whatever, right? The thing is, is I already behave famously, which means people wait for me. I don't know. <laughs> behave famously. Give me another nick- nickname for Lauren there. Midnight. Midnight. I gave you the midnight name, didn't I? You did. You yeah, did. I did. I don't even know where that came from. Well, it, well I don't know. It, it's actually 
the rumor and legend line is yeah. from a Hold Steady song called The Midnight Hauler. Which is brilliant. Yeah. Which which, is brilliant. I, like, as soon as I heard it, I'm like, well, that describes Lauren Keller. <laughs> it's all about a guy who does drugs and <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> does a lot of coke. Right. You know, that's Lauren, Lauren Keller to a T is cocaine. And yet, in spite of all that, I cannot make it to a, to a midnight bedtime, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm out before that. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, uh, this yeah. episode is not sponsored by Diet Pepsi, but mm. I'm drinking one, so take that what you will. Oh, yeah, it was smooth, wasn't it? I've got the smart water, which is not for dummies, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, there it is. I don't miss living with you at all. (laughs) (laughs) How long did we live together? Three years? It was about three years, the better part of three years, yes. And I do mean the better part. Yeah. uh, Because that last half year, whatever, you know? No, I was going to say the last half was me by myself for most of it. Yeah. Because it was what you were going down just because, and then COVID hit. COVID hit. It was. It was the losing the job. I I wasn't sure what there yeah, was left. Uh, sorry, uh, but no, that's but right. tap sh- it shut down. Yeah, yeah. Without telling but, yeah, anybody, even, you know, just this is long before COVID. It shut right, down. Right, right. But I showed up to work one day, and there was a nice sign on the door that <laughs> told me that maybe I should have came in the day before and cleaned the place out. You know, like. Yeah. But anyway, oh, nice. Um, that's nice of them. <laughs> but I did not do that. Corpos, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I had I had good times there. It was a good time. I had a a lot of great beer. Yeah, which, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, met a lot of cool people. Yeah. You know, which I uh, still have contact with some, and I miss... What was the one friend's name? Um, I call him Other Brandon, because his also his name was also Brandon. Oh, I, how did I forget that? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird how I remember so many random things, but I can't remember somebody <laughs> else named Brandon. <laughs> uh, oh. But he uh, he moved to Chicago, and... Uh, That's right. You know, pursuing the acting, and I, I hope it goes well for him, but... Yeah. Good luck but then me. there was COVID, and then yeah, we all got locked down there. You know? Yeah, uh, but I got stuck in Summit Street where the oh. fucking racing starts, man. Oh, Jesus. that's the that's the one thing I hated so much about that place. I liked most of it. I liked the location, like going sure. to Roomba or something like that, or going right down to Use Kids. Yeah, like thirty seconds to get to Use Kids. It was a prime location. Yeah, was that the fucking street racing started right outside our mm. window. And it'd be four o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden, you just hear cars just go, and you're like, "God!" Damn and it's it. not like there's a big leading start from there. It's yeah. like there's a stoplight, and then, uh, and then jack that engine up and make it make as much noise as you can, get yeah. as much fast, get as fast as you can before that next traffic light. We all want to see that. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, I was in there. I'm like, man, you know what? Whoever just drove by, they they've got me going. Yeah, my engines are running now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So thank you, Summit Street, for getting us all up. You yeah, know? Summit Hud, so Hud. Yep, so, so Hud. Hud. Yeah, <laughs> it's not I an hate, area; it's I, a lifestyle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I hate you again. <laughs> not an area lifestyle. Oh fuck yeah, I love it. Uh, shit. Uh, I just went to the record store today, and you know, yeah. you know, got... it's crazy how much they've done in there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's. I, I I feel like it's doubled in size. Yeah. And, um, you know, a whole section for jazz, a whole section for. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's anything you could do. Yeah, it's really like want. I like I go in there. Uh, I'd say probably every couple months. Mm-hmm. Every time I go in there, something's completely different than the last time I went in there. Yeah, yeah. it's really neat to see every single time. Yeah, same here. Same yeah. here. I, uh, you know, I've spent the three years here, uh, but I still have. I still feel like you know, it's like oh, I'm just going to go up to the old the old neighborhood. You know, mm-hmm. um, go to Jack's Corner Pub. Jack's. You know what? Because I had to use the bathroom. And I was in the neighborhood. You went in there and pissed in the corner? I went in there and <laughs> pissed in the corner of the yeah. corner pub. Yep. No, but uh, of course they have the thing where, you know, uh, 
bathrooms are for paying customers. So I paid, you know. Oh, had God. a little whiskey, you know. Oh, my yeah. God. Made my bathroom this, visit this much a, more enjoyable. This is a sober podcast, Lauren. Get the fuck out of my house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just remember... Let's see. Not too long. I think Aaron was still with us. Yeah. And we went to Jack's Corner Pub. I ordered a rum and coke. Yeah. And it was flat ass coke. Just yeah. like no carbonation whatsoever. Right. Like I don't think I bet the bottle they brought it out of was like ten years old. You know, it had like an old logo of Captain Morgan on there. Yes. Like, just like nobody's ordered a fucking mixed drink in here in fifty years, buddy. The Pepsi was still in the tin can. Like, yeah. you know, it's not even aluminum cans anymore. Yeah, right? they had to like when they ordered a Stroh's, they had to bring out the fucking ice pick and like <laughs> right. <laughs> out <laughs> uh, Stroh's uh, oh, man. it was yeah, like Stroh's when Aaron was up there it was Tecate that's Tecate. what he always yes, bought he always yes. bought that he's like it's Mexican PBR I'm like it's it was an introduction to Tecate <laughs> yeah. I mean that's what I remember most about yeah. the that's, that's basically the last three years I drank was nothing but Mexican beer yeah or liquor yeah. a lot of liquor until yeah. the end that's when I started drinking Budweiser like crazy because it was cheaper you and know then, yeah I drank right. the whole fucking case in a day <laughs> just Getting through my shit. Uh, that I can understand, man. That yeah. I can understand. That's one thing I do want to talk about. Sure, bit. let's go. Like, I've talked a bit on the, po- I qu- quite a bit on the podcast yeah. about my mental health stuff. Yeah. Living with me, because yeah. my mom, my sister, like all of them, uh, anybody who's lived with me or kind of been around me, were shocked by, I guess, the extent of my issues. Sure. Did that shock you at all? Some of my issues. Uh, during, during that time, especially. Um, you know, after Aaron left, which, you know, left us, we were, we lived, you know, for a couple years, you yeah. know, Dave flirted, flirted with the idea of moving in yeah, with us did, for a minute. Yeah, he did, that piece of shit. Dave Waker's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dave, but he's, he's yeah, the worst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he always makes me laugh, man. Yeah. Uh, during that time, you know, um, uh, I, I want to say that, how can I say that, you know, I'm, I behave selfishly sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's like, um, you know, I, we're focused on our own things sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and I and I believe that during that time, you know, you would stay in your room sometimes. I would also stay in my mm-hmm. room. And we, even though we live in the same house and share the same common area, I believe that there were days that we did not see each other, you know? Yeah. I think sometimes it felt like almost like a week before we'd see each other. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there, you know, at times there were working con- uh, conflicts but, yeah um, but not always and it was like first of all when we moved up it had been I want to say three years before I had had a roommate before mm-hmm. you know uh, and it was like I I guess I took it that you know we're roommates but we're also you know we're not in our 20s anymore although you might have been in your 20s at the time but yeah, yeah whatever I started my 20s yeah. right um but I think Aaron turned 30 right yeah. when we moved up. Yeah. And I think we moved in with the idea that, you know, we would respect each other's space. And we totally did that, I, yeah. f- I felt like. And, uh, you know, as, off- as much as I like my private time, which often just ends up me staying in bed sometimes, you know, uh, watching a TV show or playing a game. Uh, sometimes, you know, when you're – sometimes when you're in a game, you're, you know – you know, weeks go by before you're like, what have I been doing for the last two weeks? And uh, to 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 take the long answer and to try and turn it back into a short answer, I um, I guess because that we were maybe sort of going through the same thing at the mm-hmm. same time, that I didn't really 
think that there was anything troubling you, I guess. So a little bit of that might be ignorance. A little bit of that might be like, I just, I've got my own stuff going on Mm -hmm. and I can't focus that much on other people. Yeah. Which I still deal with. um, You know, without giving too much details, which, you know, I I don't want to bring everybody down. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm still wrestling with stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's like I... I can deal with anything. Yeah. I can talk to my family and deal with some of their problems, even though some of their problems might sound like, how did you get yourself into this situation kind of stuff? <laughs> you know, like uh, relocating empathy uh, is another thing that I'm trying to, yeah. you know, these are things that I am trying to be aware of as a, I like to think a self-aware person, things I would like to change by myself that being said would love to have some therapy and somebody to help me out with that sometimes yeah. and i have not taken i have not availed myself of that yeah. uh, of that thing which you know i do need to do there's yeah. i'll be the first person to say it i would love to do that yeah because i have my therapy session today yes it's one of the best ones i've ever had really like i actually because every single one it's always tough to kind of get started it's yeah. always like what the what, how do we fucking start this right like what do i talk about first yeah do you just pick it up from where you were last week or do you just sometimes, say like hey something's bothering me this yeah it's week. like sometimes it's what it is like uh i've talked about how like my dad was a huge part of my issues so like not dealing with it yeah and like it still took me a year before i talked about it with my therapist it still took me a whole year yeah and it didn't come at the very beginning of the episode it was like in the middle of the episode all of a sudden i just started talking about it yeah so it just kind of came out of nowhere um yeah, but it always fascinated me, like, like I said, I talk to my mom or my sister or people who live with me or anything like that, and how little they noticed, or like how, or, not little they noticed, what's the right way to put this? Like, little they were aware of how deep some of my issues went. Yeah. Um, why is there a fucking bug in my face? Uh, <laughs> shit. Now I lost my train of thought. Well, how little they were aware, um, the one person who was super aware of it is this guy I met like twice. I think his name was Ryan. I can't remember his, I think his name's Ryan. Um, he was my friend, Justine's boyfriend. I work with Justine at Red Lobster. Okay. Uh, we were all out as like all the Red Lobster crew, the lob or whatever the fuck we called ourselves. Like, God, I hated that place so much. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about how much I hated Red Lobster from being a employee there. Yeah. I'm allowed, but yeah. I don't give a shit. They can sue me. I hated it. <laughs> they kept me from making money for a year. Yeah. Um, but we were out and it was like the next day, Justine comes up and we're like talking. And Justine was just like, Yeah, uh, Ryan said something. Like he said he looked over. He's like, uh, he, I was kind of introducing everybody, or I was telling him who everybody was. Yeah. And we got to you, and like, Oh, that's Brandon, blah, blah. And he just like, He looks so sad. I was like, Jeez. Hmm. I'm like, I don't mind. I'm like, Because I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what I said. Obviously, I joked right. about it. But right. at the same time, it's like that, that. I'm like, I like how he picked it up immediately. So yeah. I don't know what it was. Uh, whatever it is, I think his name's Ryan. Wherever he is out, I hope he's doing good. Yeah, know, yeah. Know. And Justine, too, wherever she's at. Uh, man, some people have a, um, I don't know, they can pick up on it. Whether, I don't know if it's body language or if it's yeah. just like, uh, you know, coming coming from a uh, theatrical background, you mm. know, there are j- just slight facial expressions. And sometimes they can be, um, you know, involuntary. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might be trying to wear a smile all day, and just like when you think you've got a split second to yourself, you can let your face fall. And some people pick up on that. Yeah. And um, uh, sometimes when people pick up on that with me, I feel exposed. Sometimes, like, yeah. oh shoot, you know, you're not yeah. supposed to, you know, you're not supposed to think of me as a downer. You know, yeah, I'm supposed yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm supposed to be the one who's cheering you up. Yeah, absolutely. To, yeah, like and, I, that's I, I've talked about like being sad clown and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Anytime I was in a truck, like um, I always remember this one. Um, when my friend Luke died in Afghanistan, yes. I was at Walmart with Jr. Mm-hmm. You know Jr. Yes. Like, you know Jr. Well, by the way, Justin's here running sound. I don't yeah. know if I've explained that yet. Justin Bell is here, ladies and gentlemen. Our I think the sex partner. appeal is now at the all-time high for the podcast. If there was a meter, it would have been broken by now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's what uh, ended. Yeah. We're no. done here. <laughs> somebody cut his mic. Somebody. Uh, um, I'm I'm happy the three of us are together again from the old pub days. Yeah, nice know. pub reunion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shit, I got to bring this down now. Shit. My oh, bad, man. Guys. Um, but I was with JR at Walmart, and yes. my friend Alexis called me to let me know my friend Luke had been killed in Afghanistan. Yeah. And I just remember the first thing I tried to do was make a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, I got off the phone, and we were just, like, in the electronics section, like, movies. Yeah. And I can't remember what movie I looked at, but it had, like, some stupid title, and I just wanted to make a joke about the title. Yeah. Like, I think it's because JR is there, and he, like, literally watched me almost collapse. Right. Like, right there in the middle of Walmart. Right. So he doesn't know what to do. So the first thing I tried to do was make a, like, I thought about was just making a joke. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And it's like, fuck, no, no, you're not. Yeah. You're not good at all. Yeah. <laughs> this is a huge moment. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I, um. Yeah, so, it, like, yeah. I also, I think I've talked about it on the podcast. There's, like, one thing with recording twice a week, you don't remember a fucking thing you say. Right. Week to week. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, There's times where I go back and listen. Like, I literally just talked about that two episodes ago, and I told the same exact story. <laughs> uh, but um, I talked about being sad clown or just talking about the idea of wanting to always be the strong one. Yes. And that sometimes numbs you to the point where you don't look like you care. And that was a big part of my issues, too, was that people didn't think I gave a shit. Of, like, a, not so much I didn't give a shit about them. Yeah. But that their problems were meaningless in a way. So, like, that's something I've been having to rectify for a right. couple years now. Right. Is that like, no, you always did. It was just I – I'm super hard on myself. I think you are too as well. You, I, you, uh, yeah, you can, can be very difficult on yourself. So certainly. I say, oh, it's because I was being a child. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not so much that. It's just like you had noble intentions. It's just – it's going through big things without talking about them or working yourself through them. Sure. That's, like, that's a huge part of the being yeah. problem. Like uh, me, like, you know – my dad's getting sick. He's getting worse every single day. It's something new. Yeah. We had to send him to the hospital. We got to put him in a home. We got to do all these like big things. And I'm literally telling nobody about any of it. Right. And it's, so it just becomes this unbelievable weight to bear all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, it, yeah, it's, it's difficult shit. And like I said, if you don't, not willing to work, like work on it or talk to somebody about it. Yeah. Or at least find a way to work through those emotions. Cause you don't even like some people just talking to other people just doesn't work. It's true. Uh, You know, sometimes, uh, you know, if you are if you are feeling something acutely like uh, you are having a bad day, for instance, and Mm. it's not because something that happened in that day, but something you've been perhaps stewing on over the last couple of weeks or something. But it's really affecting you on a particular day. Uh, And let's say you get, you know, um, uh, some helpful advice from somebody. And there, you know, there are parts of me that like, even when you're being given, you know, solid gold nuggets of advice or whatever, it's like your mindset is not in a receptive state. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes like, yeah, yeah, I could do that. And then just completely blow it off. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know, maybe somebody had a good idea then, but yeah, um, uh, I don't know. There's, there's, you know, there's certain things that block off pathways in your brain or something that's like I am not willing to listen to whatever sage thing this person might be saying because I uh, 
I don't know what to do with it. I can't process it. Yeah. I have no idea what to do with this information just yet. And sometimes that takes, I don't know, months of like reflection. Maybe somewhere along the line, something will strike and you're just like, you know what? Somebody said something about this years or months or weeks ago. And I was like, I, I should really start doing something like that. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. You know, sometimes we're the worst enemy, you know? We just... Yeah. Uh, there's something debilitating. Maybe there's inertia you have to overcome. Like something's keeping you stuck in the mud. And, mm-hmm. You know, you need a spur sometimes, you know. Yeah. And I don't always know what it is that gets me going if, you know. But something does sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's something spurs. It almost has to hurt. It's like I got to do this or I am going to, you know, something bad's going to happen. Whatever. Yeah. And that's basically what I got with, like, when I started therapy. Was, yes. Hey, yes. do something or just fucking end it like, yeah you're not doing anything right you're literally just wasting away yeah so if yeah. you're not going to do this just get the fuck out of here right. stop weighing that part of it was like stop weighing everybody down you know yeah because you know you get that like i always say i have like that 50 50 brain of like one there's no like middle ground with my brain there's a good yeah. part and then there's one part who basically wants to fucking kill me all the time yeah and <laughs> I, I, like I, he always wants to do something that's like that doesn't make any goddamn sense but he can make it make sense man sure, let me tell sure. you but yeah like uh like, I could sit there and be like, oh, you know, if I, you know, I off myself or something like that. Like, yeah. that would, like, I think, well, we'll have my family or whatever. And then that fucking dude comes in my brain and was like, well, they're better off without you. Like, yeah. you're just a weight. And it's like, that's where I got, like, constantly my brain was fighting itself every single day about stuff. Yeah. So I said, so that's where I was like, fuck, I got to do something here. And right. I was like, I was a, let's see, I was a month into sobriety at that point. Yeah. Like, I put it out there, like, uh, at three months, I still had been, I struggled for probably six months yeah still with major mental health issues in sobriety before things started turning around so that's i always like people will ask me about sobriety i'm like it's not a you're good to go now because you haven't had a drink for three days right right (laughs) yeah it's like it's a process it's one you have to continuously believe in it's not for everybody so i think that's not everybody's problem and i don't even think it's 100 percent my problems either right because i've even kind of discussed like you know at some point down the road i could see myself drinking again like casually i've uh I have friends that have also wrestled with uh, sobriety, and they perhaps don't see it as that is their root cause of things. You know, they had underlying issues, and Mm -hmm. alcohol certainly was not helping matters at all. Right. Excuse me. Um, Now, they were clean. Uh, This person was clean for, uh, uh, I want to say, two, three years, and then when his mental state got to be in a better place... He allowed himself to have occasional drinks, not mm. not the benders that he used to, but yeah. you know now he can have a beer or a glass of wine over dinner. You know, it's like, or at least that's that's how you know that's how I think of it. And I don't, I certainly don't think he's in the same position he was, uh, say six or seven years ago, which is you know uh, perhaps at his worst, which mm. was you know a lot of the same that you were in to the point where like you know what's really keeping me from what's really keeping me from committing suicide is it yeah. it's nothing I, you know like i could easily you know yeah. not not me but you know but uh but something happened he got the help he needed uh he was clean for a, a very long time and finally you know he he is now able to have the mm-hmm. occasional relaxing drink i suppose yeah um and you know on that note too like you know i'm a bartender uh, <laughs> yeah. i occasionally just like 
I don't know, you know, slinging, slinging drinks is my life now, and <laughs> I sometimes like to just talk about, you know, what's the next beer I've had? Hey, yeah. this whiskey tastes good, whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I'm not um, insensitive to that, you know, you're in rec- recovery, and, mm. but I also like, I know that I do not think about everything I say, so, you know, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the other day you offered me a drink. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right, I did. I go down to visit, and, like, I'm like, what is that? Like, you brought over a green beer or something like that. I'm like, oh, the... that's right. It's, that... like, green or blue or some color. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, what is that? And you're like, oh, it's uh, something, something like this. Like, you want to try it? I'm it was like... a Rattler. Yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. But it's hard to, you know. But I knew as soon as he said it, I was like, he did not realize what he just said to me. <laughs> Which like I think Lauren, uh, take the night off, since just I think Maddie did that to me one yeah, time too. Yeah. She said something about like, "Oh, we can go get drinks." I was like, "Right," like, and then she immediately said, "Like, like, like of Coke, yeah, Coca Cola." Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is such an easy yeah. thing to do, you know. And uh, uh, yeah, because like, like I, I talked about that too a little bit. I'm yeah. like, uh, I think I talked in the very first episode because yeah. I just went to Dave and I went to Haley's house for a party and somebody right. bought me a drink there, which they had no idea. Sure. Like early on, it was no problem, but now I'm a little bit more not self conscious. I'm kind of in a self conscious way. I'm like, oh, am I bringing people like a party down or something? If I, oh, I, yeah. I don't drink because I have fucking problems. <laughs> Where I, other people's like, I have problems, but I do drink. I'm really fucking up here. Or yeah. Something like that. Well, it's like, um, you know, I, I like to think that we are, uh, when we do hang out with other people they are at least uh, mature enough to be like you know that's Brandon he doesn't drink anymore you know and I'm sure there are other ways that we can have a good time with when Brandon's here you know and yeah. I don't I mean I, I don't think you should feel self-conscious over right. it, but uh, doesn't that's, mean that's, that's going to keep you from doing that's, it that's the, that's the one side <laughs> sure, that's the right. one side coming in is like everybody hates you yeah <laughs> Yeah, everybody thinks you're a fucking downer. Yeah, yeah. You it's don't like when I go to Stein. It was like the first time I went to Stein's after mm-hmm. I quit drinking. I was like, when I found out Mona worked there. Cause, yes, you know, I mean, yeah. Mona's the shining light of Soda County. Ain't it the truth? Yeah, she's the best bartender in town. Yeah, easily. she's one of the best people in the town as well. Just right, as a person. Right. Um, that was like the first thing she said to me. It's like, oh, whatever you need, you're like, you're good. Like, yeah. I don't think she charges me for anything ever. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Soda water. It's always soda water lime. Sure. Because, you know, you read that in any great detective novel when That's they're right. recovering alcoholic, they're getting soda water lime. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, or coffee. You, you know, um, oh, shoot. What's the guy's name from Law & Order? Jerry Orbach's character. Yeah. That was all he had, you know. he was. Yeah. We all knew he was a recovering alcoholic, but. He looked good drinking club soda, you know? Yeah, he did. I do feel like I look pretty cool up there. Like, oh, what's that? I'm like, Damn, it's right? just soda, water, lime. Yeah, and, and I make it look good. That's yeah, what he was saying. <laughs> Only problem, it's always in a plastic cup. Yeah. Like, no matter what, if you put something in a plastic cup, class goes down immediately. Right. I mean, but, you, you put a fucking uh, Macallan Neat in a plastic cup, yeah. you know, like you might as well just put fucking uh, might as well just powers in there or some yeah, shit. Right, right. Kessler. There this we go. Great. That's the one I was trying to think of was Kessler. Burns all the way oh, down. Oh, yeah. It burns know? you for days. <laughs> you feel the hellfire in your fucking stomach for like six days. Yeah. Now, the good thing about Mona is, you know, because, you know, I guess since COVID started, oh, including us, you know, we started serving a lot of stuff in plastic cups and a lot of bars never made the switch back. Mm-hmm. We thankfully went back to glass. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Pub has to, though. The pub has to, you yeah. know. We are we have some kind of class. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway. But, um, <laughs> of course, my favorite watering hole outside of the pub. <laughs> we got some kind of class. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite watering hole outside the pub uh, does still do the plastic, but. Uh, Which one is it? It's uh, oh, is it? Stein's. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I didn't, you know, I, mean, I still go the in The way you said it, I was kind of like, oh, is there a secret one oh, I haven't heard right, about? Right. Uh, 
Yeah. You go down to really. Stadium Lunch or Riverside. That well, uh, somebody just bought that recently. Oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, Reese Brown, it. good yes. guy, good yes. guy, great guy, wonderful guy. He Reece is a Brown. good dude. He is a really good dude. Yeah, he's just a genuine nice guy. Yeah, he was always a great customer. Uh, mm-hmm. Which you know, that's most of our relationship. What's his uh, wife's name? That I can't remember. Starts with a B. I, I think, can't remember now. I think I've only met her uh, like B- maybe, maybe once or twice. I almost want to say Bianca, but I don't think it's Bianca yeah. at all. I think it starts with Brie though. Uh, maybe it's Brie. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's a good little place. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, Mona, being who she is, she's like, here, put it in glass. You know, when my slug of gin comes, it comes in glass these days. Yeah. You know? So good, good honor. Yep. <laughs> oh. I feel so much better than everyone else in the bar when I'm drinking out of glass. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the classiest guy at Frankenstein's in Portsmouth, Ohio. <laughs> Lauren Keller over here with his glass. Big up on everybody. Yep. <laughs> that's the true, that's the LL Cool K coming out in him. <laughs> Uh, I always try to live two tax brackets above where I'm at. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I love making you say that, though. You know, yeah, I know. <laughs> I said, I really thought, like, the first thing you would say after the introduction was yeah. something like, I, I, I hate you. <laughs> Honestly, I was hoping the uh, the Monster Ate the Pie joke would have landed a little better, but that was... Hey, you know, I- I could tell you were trying. That I, was a problem. Yes. You weren't right. natural there. You were trying to come up with something to get me to say I hate you. Basically, what happened, ladies and gentlemen, was I said before we started, I'm like, I wonder how long it's going to take before I say I hate your guts. Yeah. And uh, it's it said three minutes. I think Justin may fudged up the number there, but it's okay. We'll, well go back and we'll we'll go back and do the. We'll, I'll do a stopwatch and I'll make sure I get the exact moment that I said I hate you for the first time. Uh, you know the the listeners won't believe it. Yeah. They were like, man. He went longer than anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I had another like I was like working through like like how to do the whole intro thing. Yeah, and I had a, I had like a, if I'm Bruce, you're Clarence, basically oh, like yeah. you're Clarence Clemens. I had a whole bunch of other things in there. I'm like, man, but it, it was starting to get really long and like right. kind of okay, just fucking get through it. Every time I try, I'm like, God, just get through this. So I cut out most of it. Like I think it, I could cut out one more line, but really I can't. Which one am I gonna cut? Yeah, am I gonna cut Killer from Lucas Villa, the boxing yeah. name of? You know, the That's right. Lucasville I, uh, Bottoms boxing champion. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cool K, which is what you are on my phone still. Uh, and, I, of course, I got to keep that whole steady line in there. I got to make right sure on. everybody realizes oh, that I'm was, still that cool. That was really not – I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. I was not expecting that. And then the Midnight, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I, that, was, that was fun. Midnight was Keller fun. is just a perfect name. It's a perfect nickname. Yeah. It was uh, – I mean, I mean, I don't know if it's perfect for you, but it's just – it's one that just rolls off the tongue brilliantly. Brilliantly. I need to learn how to talk. It does, and it is. It's, it's such a mysterious nickname too. Yeah. It's like people don't know what they're getting when they're like, "Midnight's coming over." Like, yeah, who, who, really? Who, midnight? Who is that? that guy. <laughs> then you come walking in the door like, uh, it's pretty broad daylight okay. over there. I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty white toast. That's like, it's, it's pretty white bread over there. <laughs> I still remember uh, kind of talking about Frankenstein's. It yeah. was, what were we out for? I think it was the anniversary of my car accident. It was like one of the last times I went and like celebrated that. Right. Um, yeah. It was me, you, I think Ronnie was there. Okay. Aaron was there. Yeah. I want to say Jason was there. Okay. I'm trying to remember who the girls would have been at the pub at the time. Because it had been Is before. This early it, days? Yeah, this has been early days. So I don't we're think. thinking like Katie and maybe. I don't know. If, that? I think Katie went. I think okay. Katie's there. There was a picture of some of the people who were there. Lindsay was probably there at the time. No, nah, Lindsay was always odd. So she sometimes right. would show up and sometimes would. Yeah. I hope she's listening to it right now. Right. And like understanding that she's odd. I love Lindsay. She, yeah. She gave me a hug one. She gave a hug without having to be told to give me a hug one time. Oh, nice. She did it herself. Nice. Like a, a 30 year old adult. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, she's still I don't think Christine was there. I think maybe I think we went out like dinner beforehand. That's where Christine and Adam yeah. were. But we were there, and we just played some Little John song. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, certain words are flying. Certain words that certainly I'm not going to ever say on this podcast. Okay, yeah. <laughs> leave that to me. And no, we're I'm all kidding. like, yeah, we're like having a great time. <laughs> and then this one guy comes in. He's a big guy. Yeah. He's African American. Yeah. And he's he's decked out in tattoos like he's got a whole fucking script on the side of his fucking head. okay like uh i always make a joke that it's the raven by edgar Allan poe he's got yeah. a tattooed on the side yeah. of his head, which would be such an odd thing to do as you're talking about this i'm starting to recall everything yeah. that's going on and I like this. the whole we're like oh shit we're all like like looking forward like oh we just played a little gentle like we're, we're such fucking assholes right like, whatever and then he immediately walks up to you uh-huh. and just starts talking to you and you're like you guys are just sitting there just talking for the rest of the night i'm like how the fuck does that guy walk in? I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna talk to Lauren. I, I don't know <laughs> how that happens. I don't I know. know. It I was mean, so cool. I just remember that me and like Aaron just could not stop cracking up at it. Like he just kept he's walked right up to you, just started you guys just had a conversation like yeah. you're like oldest friends in the world. Right. Right. Never uh, judge a book by his cover. Like maybe he did have the Raven tattooed on the side of his head. I really I don't know. I look, I don't remember the uh, exchange that much, but it was you know it was yeah. pleasant. Um, yeah, I mean it was like very nice friendly and yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, that that goes to, uh, I, like I said, I don't know if that goes to like body language, like, mm-hmm. like am I, You're wearing am your... I open for business so to speak, <laughs> and like you guys are, you know. <laughs> And you guys are like, no, I think, no, no. I think when you're hanging out in a bar and you're open for business, I think there may be some illicit activities <laughs> that are implied there, Lauren. Maybe so. You might need to choose your words there. You know who you're reporting to, who, right. who pimped you. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that um, I don't know. If, you know, this is a huge 180. Uh, I was thinking about language the other day. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was involved. I want to say I got involved during during COVID in this uh, this online game world. You know, not, you know, one of the Facebook games. Nothing, oh, nothing yeah. spectacular there. Let's not get excited. <laughs> uh, Farmville? But anyway, is it Farmville? It was not Farmville, <laughs> but it wasn't so far from Farmville. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You had to start inviting all your friends. And... I, I did not do that. But <laughs> I got to, you know, I, I was rubbing elbows with many people from all around the world. Yeah. And uh, in, in the structure, you know, you're, you're allowed to mingle with a group of 20 or 30 people. And uh, some of the people that got into our group were like, I want to say they were native Italian speakers. And I was realizing that when I was... The mozzarella. Right. You know, I was talking in hand gestures. I'm wearing a shirt shirt that says Brooklyn Italians. I'm allowed to make fun (laughs) of them today. (laughs) But as I was trying to like, you know, we were talking just some inane stuff, gameplay stuff, and I realized how much of my speech is like, wow, I talk a lot in metaphors and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, idioms and things that you're like, if if you're not a native English speaker... No one would know what the hell you were talking yeah. about, even if the translation was good, because of all the metaphors I talk yeah. in. And I'm like, um, first of all, I guess this is more for me. Like, you know, how much of my speech is non-discernible from you know a person who does not speak English? Yeah. You know, I they're not going to know what I'm going to talk, what I'm talking about. Did, I felt maybe we've had this. Con- I've had that conversation Perhaps with somebody about about how unbelievably difficult it is to learn English if it's not because yeah. not just like talking in metaphors and stuff like that how much slang especially now is sure. used like everything is slang yeah like you know um, I don't even know I, I'm not cool well, I'm not a hip guy I don't know what the fuck any slang is the anymore. one example I can I can cite is we were talking about this and I was like these two guys were doing something and I was like I want to do something with these guys I was like Sorry to crash the party. And they're like, what party? What the fuck are you talking about? 
I was like, well, it's a, it's a saying, and, yeah. and I had, the, like, three pages of explanation, and yeah. I don't even know if it... But the point is, is like, wow, I do say a lot of that stuff, and maybe... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, where were we going with that? I just, I I just up, remember, I, I would always... Uh, at the pub, it became like a, just a gag for me to do because yeah. how I just work is usually I work in gags. Like everything I right. did was in like some form of thing that made m- me crack up. Sure. Um, was that anytime I would use like young slang or something yeah. like that. Like when I, let's say whenever I was at the pub, like on fleek and sure. all like fire and stuff like that. Yeah. Or it was like ass fuck or AF. Right. And I would always say AF. I would like, you know, <laughs> yes. that's like, that's hard AF. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would say them and then I would look at Cheyenne or Maddie to confirm yeah. that I used it correctly. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just thinking like you're like a non-native English speaker and somebody yeah. says that's on fleek. I still don't even 100% understand what on fleek was, whether it's supposed to be like great or it's all oh, it's perfect or yeah. it's on point, I guess on would point. be, I guess right. would be the way, I guess it's kind of in the same vein. That's what the way it was but like, what the, how the hell do you explain that? Like, why would you? Because I don't even know why they chose the term fleek. Yeah, like, like I don't know anything. Right. Yeah, At the same time, I, I'm old. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. one of the beautiful things about yeah. the language and and how. Yeah, English is the worst. It's the worst, but it's also, <laughs> uh, I don't know, one of the most satisfying things to hear is like, oh, that's a new way of saying this. You know, yeah. I, you know, some of those things uh, delight me, and then some of those things, just yeah, the forehead. I'm like, how did they? There's got to be a better way. Yeah, Speaking of some of my shit I used to do at the pub, what yeah. was your favorite thing I ever did at the pub? On the spot right now, we have not talked about it this. Because mm. uh, I already know what it should be, but let's see if you choose it. There are things that give me delight and also disgust me at the same time. <laughs> For instance, the old poblano peppers stuffed with sour cream, and I can't remember. You know, I don't know if that's something we should talk about. Oh, here. I forgot. <laughs> But every time we would do that thing, yeah. you would say the thing, and I'd be like, God. It's damn. very sexual in nature. It was very <laughs> sexual. And, you know, and it makes me blush. And, you know, I don't know. But all I'm saying is, it is both my oh, favorite shit, and. Sorry. I completely <laughs> forgot that it happened. Oh, that might be my new favorite. Oh, shit. I forgot that. I never, never forgot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. that would be the thing that made me go. Get out of my kitchen, Brandon. Oh, slight, you know, or, you know. slight sidebar. I talked about at work <laughs> right. today, uh, or at um, in therapy today. I talked yes. about, you know, I talked at one point early in the podcast. Talked about bullying, and like yeah. you know, I said like, oh, I don't think I ever did, except one guy who was kind of doing pedophilic stuff. That's the only guy we ever bullied. Yes, I mean, at least I ever participated in. Like yeah. obviously, I saw bullying. I was in fucking high school, right, or middle school, everything. You yeah. know, and uh, I was talking about like how two girls that I knew. From like middle school or something like that, they were like grade or two below me. Missed my sister. I'm like, was he talking about this guy? Yeah. And she, my sister's like, yeah, that's that's who he was talking. About. I thought that was kind of neat. But then, um, I was talking about like, um, then if I did and mm-hmm. I forgot about it, that, yeah. Especially somebody, I pride myself on having a great memory. Yeah. Um, if I had done something to somebody and affected them that way, and then forgot it. Yes. And like how horrible I'd kind of feel. And this kind of comes up now where I did this thing that makes you very uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> and I forgot it ever existed. Well, but it was hysterical, Yes, Lauren, yes. <laughs> which is probably the same excuse I would use if I accidentally blew it. Well, it was a joke. It was, right. It was right. an hysterical joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but my thing was always I did it to you and I would do it to Derek. Uh-huh. That, and also, I had like a little sidebar. I also would do stuff like to Maddie and uh, Cheyenne all the time. Yeah. With you and Derek, you guys would come out. And if you ever said something stupid, I'd pick up the broom and <laughs> chase you back, back in, in there. Yeah, I'd chase you back into the kitchen, yelling, "Get back in your hole!" Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
with it didn't matter if there was customers in the building or not. Like, yeah. there would be the full house. And right. I didn't give a shit. I'm like, I'm doing this. Get back in your home. <laughs> I thought it was part of the you know. <laughs> Yeah. I guess it shows that we're all, you know, human. We're not just, uh, you know, yeah. we're not just corporate whatevers. You know, yeah. this is a guy yeah, that's just supposed to bring me my food or whatever. Yeah. We had character. Yeah. These guys are subhuman <laughs> back here making the food. They're subhuman. They're right. trolls. <laughs> <laughs> Troll people. Magical. The fairy. I don't know. But then the other thing was with Maddie and Cheyenne. Yeah. Was that I conditioned to do stuff? Was that yeah. like uh, they would say something stupid, I would stare at them, yeah. and then I would say, "Go back to the kitchen." Right? Not like in a sexist way, but that sure. was like that's where like if you're at the end of the bar and you have you got to go walk, I'm like either say go check your tables or go like get the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Like, you had to go. You Don't had you to have go. some work to do. Then eventually <laughs> it became I would just stare at them, and then they understood they had to leave. <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, I think Maddie started just like I'll go to the kitchen." Right. <laughs> just, like, walk away. <laughs> that's a bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, then we had the. Let's see. We always had that pub play we wanted to write, but never got around never to. Got around to with it. uh, well, five, it was Booker G. Ro- was so, it Robinson? Was the main character? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, can't remember the last. Oh shoot, was it Booker? Booker I think it was Robinson because we, right. we used the G. Robinson because yeah. of Edward Robinson. Yeah. Edward G. Robinson, the actor. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, that's why we did that, and then I'm I, not. I just like Booker as a name. I always thought it was a great. Booker's name. a great name. Yeah. Uh, I think. We used, uh, you know, Justin's now wife as a little bit of um, uh, inspiration when we had. Yeah. I don't remember the character or what he was even supposed to do, but we had the name Papa Gertz all picked out. Oh shit! I forgot <laughs> about Papa Gertz. Yeah. I don't remember what his point was in the play, but I was like, "Oh, Papa Gertz. That sounds. Yeah. That's rough. I don't know why. Oh shit! I, for- I cannot remember his role at all either. <laughs> I don't Completely either. escapes me." But part of the I forgot about Papa Gertz. Part of the fun thing was just like hashing out great names or whatever. Like yeah, and I don't know, you know. I I remember you, for some reason you you love the name Jasper. You Jasper, fucking love it, right. and that was in the still that do. was still had to be in there. That was the partner of some shit. It was, was the guy who got murdered, I think, because yeah. I wanted that that wanted that name dead. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the name Abner. You know, I'm sure oh, we could yeah, work Abner. something in there. <laughs> Which that's you know nice reference to Hey Arnold. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. right. That's right. Hey Arnold, great show. Great show. Yeah. Um, Beautiful show. Great show. Good sh- good, good show. show great show. Wonderful, wonderful show. You've turned that into a slogan, and I think I'm going to make America... it into a shirt. If I ever get, yeah. like, if this podcast gets big enough, we're going to have merchandise. Right. That's what one of the ones going to be is good guy, great guy, wonderful guy, an arrow yes. pointing right up to their face. And then, obviously, <laughs> there'll be a female one as well, good girl, great girl, wonderful girl. Sure. Or what's, how do I say it? Good girl, great girl, wonderful woman. Yes. That's what I end up oh, saying. I nice. always change that. I'm not sure why. It just... I mostly do things to crack myself up, and yeah. for some reason that cracks me up. <laughs> I do it too. It's really the only thing that, you know, sometimes you have to supply your own delight, yeah. and, you know, you are your best resource for it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best I can That was, say. like, one thing, like, uh, as I came out of, like, like, my depression spells and stuff like that, yeah. was that one thing was, like, I don't give a shit how crazy it makes me look. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm here to just crack myself up, because right. have you watched Auntie Donna? No, it's on. There's a season of it on Netflix, and they're like this. They're absurd comedy troupe from um, Australia. Hilarious okay. guys. Okay. But there's one of the first bits they do is that their their dishwasher. Okay. Their literal dishwasher. Yeah. Is trying to get them to bring down the rent so the dishwasher doesn't have to pay as much rent. 
and it's voiced by Christian Shaw. It's great. Uh, and she starts about to sing a song, and it shows him putting it on the curb, like getting rid of it. And then Broden, the guy who has like, a great deep voice, comes up and says, Naughty dishwasher. That's great. And at work, like I work in retail, and I work like in a place with appliances, and for like months after that, it did not matter if anybody was around to hear me do it. Yeah. I'd walk by the dishwashers and go, Naughty dishwasher. Yes. Yes. I remember you telling me that story. <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. Yeah, man. like I said, it would crack me up every single day. Yeah. Like, make my day a little bit better somehow. I was like, man, just constantly doing stuff. Like um, I said, get back in your hole. Uh, sometimes, you know, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes it can be just like, uh, well, just, you know, playing around with the language. Sometimes it's like mm-hmm. something rhymes. It's like, oh, that's yeah, that's funny. <laughs> you know, yeah. even though there's no one there to share the joy with you, it's like, yeah. there's plenty for me. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, it's like me. Like, most time, I create my own songs while I'm here. Yeah. 99% of them are about butts. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Actually, ninety nine percent of the words used in the song is the word "butt," and it I crack up all day. Yeah. <laughs> one one wonders what the other one percent is. You know, yeah. what is? How do they feel about the ninety nine percent butts? You yeah. know, I don't know. <laughs> oh God, I hate you. <laughs> oh. We're in the middle of I don't know. Anyway, anyway. I guess speaking on some pub stuff. Yes. Congratulations to Corey. Yes. Having a boy. Uh, I, having a I didn't boy. Know. Is this public knowledge now? Are we allowed to Yeah, he posted okay. on Facebook. That's how I found out. All right. Okay. Yeah, See, Corey doesn't text known me. for a while because I had okay. money on that. Ah, you win something? I doubled down on boy and I, no, I, oh, I, I, you I just get to say I won. You yeah. Know. <laughs> so yeah, he posted, he doesn't text me. He's like, hey, Brandon, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Is it okay if me and Charlotte have a boy? I'm like, right. yeah, that's, that's fine with me. <laughs> They no. were, they were, I mean, I remember the, uh, you know, they were, they were worried that you wouldn't approve, you know? Yeah, that's true, man. <laughs> yeah, most people run their lives by me. That's right. <laughs> uh, except for my sister, she just does whatever the fuck she wants. Oh, man. You know, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll be on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I don't know, I don't know, man. <laughs> she, she, she's got to learn to bake, you know? <laughs> You know, since That's there's a dead horse. That's I'm, sexist. No, I'm going back to the <laughs> earlier joke. I'm going to hammer that joke home one day. I don't know. <laughs> Two or three more times. I'll, you know, yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> That's a joke that should have ended as soon as you pop in your brain. Like, no, that's not going to work. Okay, well. What was it? Monster Ate the Pie? Monster Ate the Pie. Great baking show, by the way. You know, I didn't know if you ever. If I ever have a baking show. Yeah. That's what that, that... will be called. <laughs> <laughs> Monster ate the pie. God, I hate you. I hate you. I hate that you're brilliant. <laughs> the things I think about in the shower, you know, that's, I don't know. Anyway. anyway. No, what's that 30 Rock joke? Yeah. You know what your wife said to me this morning in the shower? You're a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite episodes. It's Pete's having this whole, like, illusion to, like, he, he wants to stand up for himself. Yeah. And the whole episode ends up being a dream sequence uh-huh. of him, like, standing up for himself, <laughs> winning this arm wrestling competition. Yeah. And it comes back, and it's like, nah, he lost it. Right. <laughs> He's right. always sad pathetic. <laughs> That's what the, it's, uh, what's his name? Oh, he's the POW guy in Step Brothers. Oh. He's got an alliteration name. His name starts with the same letters. I think it's uh, ours. Uh, Why can I not think of his name? Huh? Yes, Rob Riggle. Thank you, Justin. Okay. Okay. Justin Riggle, just yeah. came through. That's the whole reason hey, he's here is to whoa. basically get me, because I don't know how many episodes you listen to, how many times I say, who the fuck am I talking about? Or it who took, is that guy? What's their name? <laughs> I remember it took a little while just to get the sports talk right. Yeah, you know, I'm still working reverb, on that. You know, but yeah. there was one, I still one play of the last episodes I caught. I was like, man, he nailed it that time. 
Yeah, I have to go back was, and listen to that one because I yeah. uh, I fucked with it again, and yeah. there was one that's super obnoxious. Oof. It's like got a super delay on it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like sports, 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 sports. <laughs> I think I went. This is t- it's it is time for sports talk. I saw yeah. every single word has like a three second delay on it. And it's awful. I got that. I'm like, that's the most obnoxious shit I've done. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, we all love taking that journey with you, which is basically how does this soundboard work? We all love finding out with, you know. Yeah. That's what my buddy Dan, he was messaging me all the time, like, as it first started. Like, it's really cool. I get to, like, basically check in on you, like, twice a week. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's, like, the whole thing. It's like, I didn't, you know, it's kind of like having a phone conversation with you. Yeah. Like, a girl at work who listens all the time, she's like, it's like, I, there's so many times I just want to answer you because I feel like you're standing right, because she listens at work if I'm not there. Sometimes, yeah. I sometimes, like, turn to answer to you, even though... I'm listening to you in the podcast. Not, not only that, man, you know, some of the things I think about when I'm listening to the podcast is like, wow, you know, sometimes, Brandon, you can articulate things that I'm like, I'm there's something, let's say there's something bothering me. I don't know what it is. And then I'll turn into the podcast and I was like, wow, he accurately described exactly what it is, uh, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, we do, we, I think we, uh, we think a lot alike the same time, uh, sometimes and, you know, something. I'm not gonna. Uh, you know. Okay. Okay. Let's get that sentence together. Okay. Starting off with. <laughs> Let's go word by I'm word. Stall- I'm stalling. Here. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I there are times that I I I am aware that I am just angry and I'm agitated. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, there's a bee in my bonnet or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I never know. A, you, yeah, you said a, be in the bonnet. Yeah, and I'm, 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 I'm biting my tongue. It's I'm, classic. I'm biting my tongue right Would you now. rather burn the saddle? Point is, <laughs> I can go, we can go medical. I am infuriated right now. <laughs> Point is, is when you're mad. Uh, I, you know. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm I'll, just saying. I'll, I'll, I'll just no, sometimes, uh, you know, you, you, uh, you articulate things that I'm like, you know, he's fucking right, you know, yeah. he's right, you know. But anyway, it's it's pleasant to hear that sometimes, and sometimes... You know, I don't even know what's on my own mind until until you identify it, I guess. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's basically where the whole thing comes. Right. The, like, what the idea, I guess, the whole... Mostly, the, the idea's been stewing in my brain for... I mean, we talked about doing a podcast-type thing. Certainly. Multiple times, whether it's at the pub or whenever we lived together and Over stuff like many that. different subject matters, Yeah, and too. I think you wanted to do it more as, like, almost a radio-type idea, where it's, like, no video and stuff like that. You want yeah. to do basically that, which... I toyed with the video. It's a pain sure. in the ass. It, the video is just pain in the ass. I, I don't. <laughs> At hate... least the way it started acting. I. The biggest thing is, I just need to message uh, Riverside, who I record through, and say, "Hey, why is it doing this?" Yeah. Which is basically the past two times I tried to do video, it would play like 15 seconds, then jump back about six seconds, and then play that again for about 15 seconds, then jump back. Hmm. And I could not get it to fix. Could not do it. So because it's really in the export file. Yeah. That's how it would do it. The last time uh, it's the whole I I'm 99 sure why episode 39 is not on Spotify huh. is because it was doing that so I just downloaded the original file right and I don't think it uploaded the video to Spotify oh, okay so okay. I think that's what it is but, but the audio is clean right yeah then oh. also it takes all goddamn day to do sure like I export it and I'm like <laughs> you know if we're gonna do this however long this ends up being it could yeah. be like eight hours yeah it's gonna take about 15 minutes for me to get it posted right <laughs> like yeah whereas the video it's like if I did an hour it's like okay. About two days from now, it'll be yeah. ready to be posted. <laughs> yeah. So, is there uploading time, or are you talking about just like? It's got to export and all that stuff. You don't have any editing or anything like that to do, right? No, like... I can if I wanted to. Like, sure. I can make clips and like do it. I thought about it. Yeah. But then I think 
I can do so many other things like sit on the couch. Sure. You know? Yeah. <laughs> what do you need what do you need video for, you know? Yeah. You but I thought about hide. that. I thought about like maybe doing more with like certain parts of it, like the intro or something like that. Yeah. Like really tying down an intro because or maybe not the end of the show. I think the end of the show has now become such a chaotic mess that it's right. just part of the show. Where I just all of a sudden, oh hey, I thought about this too. I'm like, yeah. oh, even though I already said it's over. <laughs> and then it's just like it's a chaos. It's uh, fucking I love chaos. Those moments, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we talk about doing this forever. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we ever had plans for anything. I think it was mostly just we were going to do kind of what I'm doing now, which is just exactly. you, talking uh, our shit, like just talking shit. But you, you, you pulled the trigger on it, and yeah. um, you know we went so far as like as almost as I want to say as soon as we got into the house together, you went so far as to. I think you bought a microphone like relatively early. Yeah, that, I bought that microphone because Aaron was gung ho about doing it. And yes. The thing you learn the more and more you get to know Aaron, sure, is that you have to do everything and drag <laughs> him along, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> he's going to give you great ideas. Yeah. But then he's not going to do anything to get those ideas across. That I, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I like love Aaron more. Like, there's so many things. Like, Aaron's been a great influence on me in terms of like just right opening my mind to certain things. Super smart. Like, right. Wonderfully articulate too, but it's like you've got to drag him to do shit half yeah. the time. <laughs> you know, he's an idea. He's the whole reason. I mean, really, he's the whole reason I live up in Columbus now. Sure, because uh, you know, likewise, he basically messaged I mean, me and said, "Hey, do you want to move to Columbus?" Yeah, I mean, I said, you know, I was never going to do it. It's it's like him actually getting me started. But then anytime you try to, you know, it's, it's, it's like the one time he actually got on his ass and did something, yeah. he got me out. Then he immediately went right from there. That's Let's true. Not talk about that. That's yeah. We don't eh, have to, you know, but eh, I, you know. <laughs> The same thing nah. for me too. Who I knows think, how long I would have, you know, yeah. how if I would have made the move at all, you know? Yeah. Uh, even though it didn't end up being permanent, like mm. it's still, it's I mean, I still got some experiences. Yeah. yeah, I still met people that, you know, other Brandon, for you instance. You saw some you know? super, super, super old guy play some jazz drums Dude. at Dick's Den. Yes. I can't remember that. What's it? Do you remember his name? Wally Mitchell. That's yeah. right, Wally. That guy. That guy's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, even during break time, you know, like. I don't think he wants to take the risk of getting up and, you know, taking a break with the rest of the band, you yeah. know? Uh, but it's uh, it's a super treat to watch him play with... And it's it's basically whenever we whenever I did go to Dixton, it was like featuring the drummer, and then it's whatever three guys that he got to play in his band mm-hmm. that week. So you could, you know, his, his quartet could be pianos, guitar, bass, mm-hmm. or it could be guitar bass and there's a saxophone in there mm-hmm. or there's no you know or there's nothing but horns or something like that yeah so it's like the sound would change every week yeah um it's kind of like uh, that's what um i have where the devil don't stay is the yeah. kind of the biography of the drive-by truckers that's yeah. kind of how the drive-by trucker started they were adam's house cat in the 80s yeah and they were basically were trying to be i think who were they trying to be they're trying to be like not who's could do I think they're trying to be like the replacements. They're basically trying to be uh. the southern repla- the southern version of the replacements. Cool. Like this Alabama version of it. Right. If I'm thinking correctly is what they called themselves. And they said they weren't great. But I like a lot of this stuff. I have that record here. Yeah. But then they went to Memphis and Memphis just chewed them up and spit them out. And they fucking mm. hated everything. So they end up – Adam's house cat dies. And then they decide to get back together. Yeah. And they start drive-by truckers, which was this idea of just rotating musicians. Of like, hey, we'll just – we'll book a show. Yeah. Whoever shows up, shows up. Yeah. And we'll just play the show. <laughs> And then eventually, now it's been fucking 35 years. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, 35 years, uh, like 14 great records, and now yeah. it's still here. Hard to believe they've been around that long. I know. 
Oh shit, they're sixty. They, well, and they still they still kill it live. Well, I was gonna say I, I watched I, them I twice mean, last year. I give the credit to you for you know finally being introduced to this. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's so many so many music acts that I have never heard of, and there are so many acts that have long been gone that I'm like, wow, I just discovered this artist that mm-hmm. you know you know died thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's like. I don't know. I, there's a lot of catching up to do is all I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, uh, drive-by truckers are a great sound. Uh, you know, uh, Chris comes in and talks to him, uh, mm-hmm. talks about him often. Yeah, that's uh, something. Uh, karaoke Chris. Chris, right? Yeah, karaoke yes, Chris. Yes. Yeah, he, when he comes in, that's that's how me and karaoke Chris became friends was like the music scene that we were both really into. Like, yeah, um, yeah. I think I was, there was a, I have like a black like trucker hat, Lucero hat. Yes. And I'd only known Chris a little bit at, college because right. like, well, I used to go in and work out and get all super buff yeah, yeah. like one of his jobs was to sit in the weight room and just watch everybody huh. creepily I, had <laughs> and I always thought like sometimes I'm working like why does he keep looking at me <laughs> and I think the reason was I was probably wearing a Lucero shirt yeah. and he was like oh shit okay. is that guy wearing a Lucero shirt or something like that and I just remember that and like you know I just have a thing for face too and he'd come in I'm like who is this guy and he knew Casey Yeah. Uh, Casey Smith yeah. good girl great girl wonderful woman yeah. I like throwing that in there uh, she always talks about jamming, and I always forget to message her back. You still talk to her then? Every once in a while. Good, good. You know, yeah. she's sober too, so you know she reached out and helped out during that time too. Awesome. Um, oh, sorry. oh, but Chris was sitting at the end of the bar. He's like, and I finally came. It was like at the end of the night, like hardly anybody's still there. It's yeah. Just like Casey and him and a couple other people. Was like, nice hat. Yeah. And then from there, now we're the bestest of friends. He takes yeah. my money every week. Nice. Yep. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All the checks clear. <laughs> Uh, he's still doing karaoke stuff. He was he was kind of complaining to me about uh, how you're a little bit too introverted for him. About me? yeah, because like because uh, I don't sing. I mean yeah, well you don't do that. And then um, he used to play this really fun game with me whenever I used when I bartend yeah. on karaoke nights. Yeah. He'd play three songs. I had to name the connection of each song. Oh, so like there's one night he plays a drive by trucker song. Then he plays a song off Sticky Fingers by the Stones. Oh. and I had just learned like earlier that week that. Yeah. Uh, Patterson Hood's dad, I think it's David. Yeah. Um, helped produce Sticky Fingers. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I immediately knew. He's like, well, you, you've already got the third song, man. And it jumps. Oh, I came in what the third song was anymore. But we'd sit there to do that, and we, of course, then we'd talk shit about everybody doing karaoke. <laughs> uh, you know, he's. Um, I never. I was never aware of that game. Although, you know, sometimes he'll play, uh, uh, like, not teaser music, but. Filler, I guess. The filler yeah. music sometimes while you're waiting for a singer to come up and, you know, make a fool of themselves. I, yeah. You know, it's not me. Whoever it is. But yeah. sometimes he'll play a song and I was like, ooh, that's yeah. – wow. I haven't heard that song in an age or, mm-hmm. you know, who's this or – yeah. Man, that song's a banger or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, you yeah, know, we'll, sometimes... yeah we'll text every, each other every once in a while with a new yeah. artist that the other one's going to check out. Like he texted me last week about Buffalo Nichols, which mm. I saw him, them open for Drive-By Truckers yeah. last year. Yeah, and then uh, I text about Adim the artist who I just had. I just played their stuff on the podcast, which cool. is a really cool artist. Yeah. Um, no, I lost my train of thought. What was the song he would sing at karaoke? Chris would. Chris did some. I yeah, it, it would be this one. I was still working. Okay, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was very rare he went up there and did something. Did is it bon Jovi? bon Jovi? I think oh. it's "Living on a Prayer." Oh. I think that's the song he would sing. Is "Living on a Prayer." I didn't know he did the performing part. Yeah. Oh yeah. He would. Uh, mm. He yeah. He would perform for him too. Okay. Yeah. That's he good. he was a lead singer in another life. Not. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. oh, Probably. Like, I didn't know. Well, no. He, you would look up there and say that guy is Brett Michaels reincarnate. Yeah. <laughs> now see, when I'm listening to Chris host, I'm like, this guy's got it as a host. He. Yeah. You know, he knows. He knows how to 
prod the crowd. Yeah. And sometimes that crowd needs prodding. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know. I always loved hosting karaoke when nobody would sing. Yes. Because it basically was, means I just got to DJ all night. Which I is, fucking loved it. I, sometimes I think that's And then the people come part. up and go, could I sing this? I'm like, <laughs> get out. You got my fucking karaoke. I, mean, I, got, I got, you know, well, oh, shit, the Flies song. Got got you where I want you. Yeah, by the flies. Yeah, yeah. which somehow has not made the song of the week yet. Which mm. I, I love that song so much. Right. It might make it this week now just because I talked about it. I love that song. I'm like the fucking flies are coming up, you motherfucker. I'm, yeah, go ahead and sing your fucking fuel or whatever the hell you're singing tonight. Stained, <laughs> Aaron Lewis shit. <laughs> I still remember what's his name. Oh, Cal. Uh, yeah. There's one night he went to sing Nookie by Limp Bizkit. I'm like, this is gonna be the greatest thing ever. And it was not as great as I hoped it was oh, going to be. Man. He didn't quite get into it the way I wanted him yeah. to. I'm like, if you're if you're coming with Nookie, you gotta. <laughs> that's right. You you gotta show something. Keep us interested. And that's yeah. a you know that's a so, tough song to do. I guess this I've been watching uh, Red Letter Media on YouTube. They're like the guys who review movies. They're really okay. funny, and we always end up aligning a lot. Yeah. On what we like, but they talked about the fanatic, which is this movie with John Travolta, okay. and Devin Sawa. You remember Devin Sawa, Casper. Uh, Final Destination, Idle uh, Hands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the main guy from them. Okay. And then directed by Fred Durst of no. Limp Biscuit. No. And there is a conversation halfway through that movie with Devin Sawana's kid yeah. talking about how cool Limp Biscuit used to be. And I'm like, what self indulgent bullshit is this? <laughs> apparently, I don't know if this is true or not. Apparently, yeah. I had to read more into this because it just fascinated sure. me that he would. At the same time, Fred Durst would do that. Yeah. He would. He's yeah. just the. Uh, me and Dave talk about this all the time about how a great band is ruined by one member, and yeah. Limp Biscuit is the top of that because Fred Durst is just so. Ugh. I mean, I don't remember a lot about yeah. Limp Biscuit when they were huge. I remember I was like, um, I remember like, oh, okay, you know, they could put together a hard riff or something like yeah. that or whatever, and and I, um, I don't know. I just, I don't want to say they were. Juvenile, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah so they, so like, they, like their DJ guy was even good. Their drummer was yeah. good. Their, like all of it was good. And then he would, uh, Fred Durst would write three different songs. He would yeah. write a super, super juvenile song, yeah. Nookie or, you right. know, No Sex or something like that. Right. And then, or he'd write a song about how he doesn't understand why everybody hates him. Yeah. And then his other song was, I don't care that everybody hates me. Uh, he'd write right. those three songs over <laughs> and over again. And then uh, my favorite Limp Biscuit song, I actually do have one, is yeah. the Mission Impossible song. I always oh, forget what it's called. That's a yeah. really good song. Yeah. I I went on the podcast and said it's better than any Metallica song. Hmm. A stretch. Sure. It's definitely a stretch. It's definitely controversial <laughs> to say that. I probably just said it because I'm like, this will get people talking. It gets clicks, clickbait. Yeah. You know, you got to listen to it. sells. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like that song. But that song is literally. I don't get why everybody hates me. Why does everybody hate me in the same song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like crazy. he keeps going back and forth in it. But no, I looked it up, and then apparently Devin Sawa just kind of like was ad libbing and just like kind of picking random shit to talk about. Yeah, picked, like oh, you remember Limp Bizkit or something like that? Just goofing off because Fred Durst is the director. Yeah, you know. And apparently the studios liked it, so they made Fred Durst keep it in there, so it made him look like such a douche. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> like oh, that kind of so makes you like. Hey, he's always been a douche. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, people people age in 20 years. Yeah. Sometimes people actually mature in 20 years. And yeah. I don't know if, 
you know, Fred know. Durst is the same yeah. guy he was when he was fronting the Limp Biscuit. Yeah. You know, game. I don't, yeah. I've never uh, met him. He might be the nicest guy in the fucking sure, world. Sure. Yeah. Do. I uh, talk shit about him, but the at only the same thing... time, he wore red ba- like Yankees cap. Yeah. What the f? Yeah. Well, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> he anyway. deserves to be murdered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't Babe know. Babe Ruth's turning in his grave. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you know, I don't know. What do you want to get into, man? Well, since I just mentioned Babe Ruth, let's talk some baseball. Let's talk some baseball. It is World Series time. It is, and I don't know if I give a shit or not. I I know. know. That's the thing. uh, I I talked about this past episode, which I know you're not caught up on, but I talked about the future of the podcast because I am going one time a week unless I have guests or have a special idea episode. Okay. Um, The special idea episode, um, I had two that I mentioned. Yeah. One's called This is Middle Age, which is basically the expectation of middle age when you're a kid to what it is as an adult. Right. And also how much society has changed overall and how how the idea of middle age has changed in society. Yes. It's a, it's probably a very ambitious idea to write about, which I even talked about. You may never see this shit the light of day. It's just something I'm working on. The other thing is the 17 seconds of hell, which is about the 2013 NHL Stanley Cup Finals, which yeah. the Bruins lost to the Blackhawks. Okay. The night they lost was one of the worst nights I ever experienced with my dad as he like kind of degraded and, like, and stuff like that. So like kind of the interconnection. I'm, I'm basically having battling themes in that yeah. episode of is it all about like it, how you can escape from certain things with sport or maybe not escape, but kind of. They can give you, the, I guess, it gives you that little bit of escape while yeah. the games are happening. Gives you two hours, three hours to relax and yeah. all that. Or is it somebody not dealing with his own problem and trying to escape through something else? So it's like it's like I can't write about both because they battle too, the themes battle too much. Right. And then it'll just be a mess if I do it that way. So I got to figure out which way to go. The third one is Requiem for the game, which is how baseball used to mean so much to me as a kid. Yeah. And now it means absolutely nothing to me anymore. And yeah. how what causes that or can it be fixed, or is it just me getting older, not having the time I had as a kid, or is it other issues or something like that? Are these recent th- feelings about baseball? Like, uh, is it just because in lieu of the Astros cheating and then the introduction of the DH and then all the other yeah, all the rules that they, they're they like, well, it worked during COVID. Let's just go ahead and make it part of the game. Yeah, like or putting, that's what it seems like. Yeah, putting the guy on second base in the extra innings. Oh, man. Like, I hate that so fucking much. Yeah. Like, despise it. Uh, the seven inning doubleheaders, I don't like at all. Yeah. Like, I understood it during COVID. You're packing so many games Absolutely. in. I get it. Yeah. And, like, you know, games got canceled to drop a hat because a whole team got COVID. Right. I right. got it. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, I don't know. I th- I think part of it, I talked, because, uh, like I said, I talked to my therapist today. Yeah. And I was telling her about some of these ideas. Yeah. I think part of where the love of baseball started fading was with the loss of my dad because that was a okay. huge part of our relationship was baseball. Okay. So I don't know whether it's just me not wanting to deal with baseball because it means I have to deal with that stuff. Who knows? Don't know. It's Like I said, I have a lot of very fleeting ideas about what this could end up turning into. Sure. Um, Or if it ever even fucking happens. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I've worked on... 17 seconds of hell for god yeah 10 years now almost because yeah. it's been 10 years since that <laughs> and the whole thing is because uh the bruins are up one nil or one nil fucking yeah. watching soccer here uh one nothing in the third period there's like a minute left about the force game seven to go back to chicago yeah and they give up two goals in 17 seconds and lose mm-hmm. that's where the 17 seconds of hell comes from because now game's over and reality's back right so that, right that's where that 17 seconds of hell comes from yeah um but baseball like the rule changes, the Astros cheating thing definitely did yes a big number. But at the same time, I also do accept that it wasn't just the Astros. That's exactly right. Yeah, because uh, like Alex Cora lost his job with the Red Sox because of the, the same truth. exact fucking thing. And I, uh, um, but that's part of it. But then the rule changes, like yeah. the DH. I just 
it's just not baseball for me much anymore. Right. Um, I, I don't give a shit about bat flips at all. That doesn't bother me. Is like, it is that just like a over celebration kind of thing? Yeah, like or? that. Like you know, okay. like you need to hit the home run, you fucking flip oh, the bat, the bat and you, flips. Yeah, like okay. that stuff. I, it doesn't bother me that much. Yeah, I kind of like it as long as it's not like, like I didn't like the uh, the synth, I don't know if you saw it. Uh, the Cleveland guy hit a home run off Garrett Cole and is okay. literally running around like cradling a baby, like calling Garrett, like saying he's yeah. Garrett Cole's daddy. Yeah, I'm like that's a little too much. Sure, it like is. you're being yeah. you're being fucking ultimately just disrespectful for no reason. Right, right. Whenever you're an average player and Garrett Cole's like the <laughs> best pitcher of his fucking time, absolutely one of the it, best pitchers of his yes. time. Yes, yeah. So like, sit down, shut the fuck up, and prove yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so you got one hit. I mean, can yeah. you get ten hits off this guy? Yeah, you know? and who knows if. And that's that the guy... thing. Like, I think they showed the numbers, and like Garrett Cole's fucking dominated him. Yeah, I yeah. think he's like four of eighteen, and that's right. like his first extra base hit was his home run. Yeah, and I think it's like thirteen strikeouts or something like where like Garrett Cole's dominated him. I can understand. I can only understand that if you're this player and you finally get a hit off of yeah. Garrett Cole, mm-hmm. I can see like losing your shit. Now to yeah. be disrespectful like that. Yeah, uh, I don't like the idea of that. Yeah, that's, me either. Uh, I think it. I don't want to. I, I don't. I don't want to say it cheapens anything, but it does lessen your status as a competitive person, just yeah. because it's like this is a game. The guy across the way is a professional as well. Mm-hmm. He uh, he might he is one of the great professionals. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a dominating pitcher in this in this league, mm-hmm. and he still is. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Like, bad sportsmanship is. Yeah. Sometimes funny, but most of the time it's a little disgusting, you yeah. know. Uh, and I don't, I don't know what makes it funny. I don't know if it's the person doing the thing, and it's like that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just like, are are you making a joke without disrespecting anybody? You know, yeah. I don't know. Is it clean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe cleanliness is not the way to look at if something's funny or not. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, I I don't like I don't like the disrespect. Um, mm-hmm. Baseball does still have moments um, that I'm like, oh wow, somebody did that. I was. Yeah. Well, that's like uh, we've talked a lot about Bryce Harper over the years. When we talk yeah. about baseball, about yeah. you know, we don't feel he's as great as they make him out to be. Sure. Though I still think he, if they win the World Series this year, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I don't think he's. I remember they had that 100 greatest players of all time list. And right. It was like in the 80s. I'm like, he's been around for three years. Yeah, I was gonna say. And he, he has. I don't. I think that was pre MVP year yeah. and everything. Where yeah. he had like incredible MVP year. I'm like, right. What the fuck? Like, I think that was part of it. It's like, it just rubs you the wrong way. Yeah. Like, giving him a status he hasn't truly earned yet. Whereas, yeah. you had Mike Trout, who, in the first four years, four, first four real years, was, I think he won, maybe won two MVPs and finished second the other two years. Absolutely. So, like, he's earned some sort of status. But, whatever. Um, but he hit that home run the other night mm-hmm. to basically send the Phillies to the World Series. Bryce yeah. Harper did. Yeah. And that was, like, a kind of a really cool moment. Of, like, sure. Kind of seeing, when you see a player who's on the cusp of something. Yeah. Go like basically teeter over, or yeah. like or basically hit the peak, and like now you're. We are watching a great player. Yeah, now, now yeah. we are watching a player in his moment. Yes, and like that. That was pretty neat to actually see. Yeah, I only saw the highlights, so I think it's. I wonder how I would react. Like, wow, that was fucking awesome to see yeah. it live or whatever. Yeah, because man, I, I think I talked to you about this a couple weeks ago. I didn't watch a, one game. I didn't watch one pitch this year. <sighs> like I watched a. I've watched a little bit of the playoffs. Yeah. I did not watch one pitch of anything else. Like, we, I don't know if it's part of the Reds sell-off, which... The Reds, okay, so the Reds... I, I talked about it, too, way back when. Sure. was like, if you didn't know this was coming, you're blind. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I know how baseball works. Yeah. I understand that we can't have, yeah. you know... I Joey Votto's done with his contract this year, right? Like, he's done, or does he have one more year? I think he's got another year. Okay. Um, 
you know, I I understand that you can't have a team full of Joey Votto's. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just going to be shit after the five years that you signed them. You know, yeah. like you might sign them and you get three good years out of them, mm-hmm. but after that, they're you're paying, uh, you know, nine guys a hundred million dollars and you're not winning jack out of it. Yeah, I understand. And you don't wear pinstripes, right? And... <laughs> right. I understand that you know a, a good baseball team does need some turnover and. Um, uh, I think I remember you talking about. Well, we we might have been having a, a separate conversation about like Jesse Winker. Mm. You know, he was great for the Reds last year. He had that one great season, and we're like, wow. And then he gets shipped, which I totally understand. Sell them off at the height of their value. Get yeah. something out of them. You you really don't know if that's the real Jesse Winker, or yeah. if you're just getting the because yeah, like Winker, the highlight Jesse yeah, because like I was saying, like Winker had injury issues, yes, um, consistency issues, right, and then he had a great year last year, yeah, or a good year. He's yeah. still he's still even worse than Adam Dunn was as an outfielder, in my uh, opinion, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the same time, I guess you're going into a season with DH, so it doesn't that's matter true. that much. But he was dog shit for Seattle this yeah. year, where they're going to ship him off for yeah. less than we got back, and we didn't get a lot back for either one of them, right. Suarez or. Um, Winker. Yeah. Um, I said I, we. I don't miss. I just... said we like I fucking give a right. shit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we own this. Team. I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I so I knew that I. I guess I can sort of expect some turnover on the team. I mm-hmm. uh, I really did love Luis Castillo, and I mm-hmm. really did hate seeing that guy go because it yeah. was fun watching him grow as a pitcher. See, that that was the first game I watched was him pitching in the playoffs against Toronto, which was a fun because game. because. It yeah. was Luis Castillo, and I right. really had that was yeah he'd been somebody yeah. I really liked. It was a great start. Yeah, and, and then he, he was oh, he was good. That man. fucking home run he day. gave up to Alvarez against the Astros yeah. broke my fucking heart because yeah. I'm like Astros gonna win this series and they went and <sighs> I think one, I think they swept it. Yeah, but yeah, like because he was dominating that game too. Because mm-hmm. like in the seventh inning he was at sixty some pitches like yeah. he was just cruising and then. Jordan Alvarez is another one of these guys when you just watch him play, you're like, he's better than everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, like, you don't even have to watch him swing. Right. And you already know he's better than everybody. It was yeah. like, I always make the joke about uh, Prince. Yeah. Because I, I used to not care about Prince. I used to okay. think, because I used to think he was like Michael Jackson or something like that. And sure. I was like, you know, I'm like 13, 14. Yeah. I didn't get what, Ma- Michael Jackson was cool, actually. It sure. was like, it was pop music. It was the same as Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Britney Spears or whatever. Yeah. Even though Justin Timberlake made some fucking bangers. He did. Yeah, he did. Sexy, he did. not sexy back uh Rock Your Body is a great song. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, baby. <laughs> I mean, I feel sexy. Listen, that like... boy from that, that kid from Memphis really knew how to move his whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his hips, his lips, There's his something tips. About the old I don't even know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so that's what I thought Prince was in the same vein. Yeah. And it was the year he played the halftime show. Yeah. And, like, uh, my buddy's dad was like, nah, he's the greatest thing ever. I'm like, yeah. shut up. Right. And it was like, that starts, and I, if I'm thinking correctly, he rises out of the stage. Yeah. And he's got, like, the big, like, they have, like, the big, uh, like, sheet thing behind him. So you see, like, a silhouette. Okay, yeah. And then he, sh- like, does the prince walk up to the microphone. Hasn't mm-hmm. played a fucking note yet. And I'm like, yeah. this is the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, I didn't have to hear him play a fucking song. Right. And you, all of a sudden, because I, I actually was exposed, I'm like, this guy is so much better than anything I've ever seen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And then he plays covers the entire yeah. halftime show, which is so Prince. <laughs> then he plays Purple Rain in the Rain. Showmanship the, is a real thing. Yeah, he was a he fucking showman. It. And then yeah. um, the chicks that he had dancing with him had those 12-inch heels on or some ungodly heels. They the It's just one of those, like, plexiglass fucking stages. Yeah. How they did not kill themselves. Oh, Walking man. across that is just mind-blowing. <laughs> I always had that. I, I don't know if it's a legend or if it's true. Yeah. 
they told Prince before the show, it's like, oh, it's going to rain. Yeah. Or whatever. And, you know, it's going to rain. Uh, you know, just blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, can you make it rain harder? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was not a fucking problem. <coughs> oh, man. Rest in peace, Prince. Great guy. Yeah. I guess. I absolutely. Know. Odd guy. Odd guy? Odd guy. Entertaining um, guy. Did you ever hear that Kevin, not Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Definitely not Kevin Spacey. Uh, the Kevin Smith story about, about Prince. No, no. So Prince, I guess, hired Kevin Smith to do a documentary about Prince. Okay. And like he does like nine months, works on it. Yeah. And then he gets done. He's like, okay. So he puts it all together. Yeah. Gives it to Prince. Like, watch it. Like, see what you think. And Prince puts it in his vault. And that's he's like, it? so we're going to release it? He's like, no, that's for me. Oh, he let, wow. He had Kevin Smith make him an entire documentary for himself. <laughs> What's not the love? I know. I'm like, will we ever see that? We're like, it's like a statement. Like, hey, here's the Prince documentary Kevin Smith made 20 years ago that Prince just like sat around and did whatever to. Oh, my. Prince was also like, like, you know, he wasn't a huge fan of a lot of other music artists. Yeah. I know he really respected Bruce. Or, yeah. Or some other artists. I know. Mean, I'm not sure if he loved him or whatever. Sure. Um, But Wait. then he would just like. Other stuff you're like, Prince likes that. Like yeah. New Girl, I like. I love New Girl, the yeah. show. Yeah, Prince. Like, that's the whole reason he was on that show because he loved it. Oh, he loved okay. that show. Okay. <laughs> like, it's just like the random shit Prince would just. Yeah, I love this. Like my favorite thing ever. Right. And then yeah. Of course, we all paid attention to him because he's, uh, you know, he's he's, he's a persona. You know, yeah. he's he was he was he was a symbol. He literally right. that is. You see the Prince symbol, you know exactly what the fuck that is. Absolutely, and if you want to be cool, you be like Prince. I don't know. Yeah, or yeah. you're like Miles Davis. Yeah, right. If peeing your pants was cool, call me Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a kid watching that, watching that scene in Billy Madison. Yes. And just laughing. No idea what it meant. Right. <laughs> like, Who's Miles Davis? Yeah, I don't understand, but I'm laughing. It's funny. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. And now the older, like, this is a pretty fucking hilarious line. Oh, God. <laughs> if pants cool, call me Miles Davis. Oh uh, man, going back to the to the baseball. Yeah, though. I don't know. I so I don't know if it's um, you know, because it's every year there's a new rule change. Yeah, and I think they even put the clock in like halfway through this season. Or, well, I think they put it in their... for the minor leagues. Okay, because it, it wasn't a major league thing yet. If right, but I think yeah. starting perhaps next, next year. Supposed to be, yeah, but it's ha- like it's if... every year now, and I, you know. I know that you've talked about Pete Rose before. I don't give a shit if he's honestly wait until he's dead. Yeah, uh, wait until he's dead. Yeah, Pete Rose was the first time I accidentally said the c word on the podcast. Yes, which I've yes. used twice. And right. I do apologize both times if you hate that word. <laughs> but I, just, I get in the English soccer fan mode yeah. and it just flies. <laughs> uh, I just start shooting my own shotgun. It's like, easy to do. <laughs> yeah. But a lot, um, you know, when Manfred is that his name? Yeah. Okay. Whenever he that took did. over, I guess. One of the first things people were talking about is, is this where Pete Rose gets into the Hall of Fame? Yeah. And maybe for a second I was like, well, if he gets in, maybe Rob Manfred's an okay guy. But yeah. it's like uh, the the Astros cheating thing and the fact that nobody yeah. lost their head over that. Yeah. It's like the players didn't get nothing. That, yeah. That's my – he's like, you know. Yeah. You came down hard on him. There was – I think there was that obvious thing with Jose Altuve. Yeah. Where he didn't want his shirt ripped off during right. a game. Right. Because of – he's like, well, I don't want to, you know – my wife doesn't like when I show that, and he has all these pictures of him on the beach with no shirt on. Yeah. It's like, no, he had a fucking thing telling him what the pitch was coming. Yeah, yeah. I 100% believe that one. Uh, and yeah. that conspiracy. Sure. Um, yeah, so that's like the whole thing. Uh, and then like doing nothing. Like, I hate Rob Manfred. I really do. I yeah. absolutely despise him. 
Like every move he's made has appeased owners, every single one. Yeah. It's making the game short enough to be more um, appealing to advertisers. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole reason they want to get our three-hour games. Right. I think uh, I don't know if you're sure if you're allowed to say his name, Trevor Bauer anymore. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you're if you're allowed anymore. <laughs> There's wild shit with there. Right. Don't want to go into. Yeah. But he brought that up. He's like, "What's the difference between a three-hour and one-minute game and a two-hour fifty-nine-minute game?" Yeah. Nothing. There's literally nothing except yeah. that you want it for advertisers. Right. Like that's literally it. Like right. it's like like. Don't sit there and say we need the game to be shorter if you're talking about two minutes. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like, tell us it's all about advertising money and we'll respect you. Like, yeah. That's the one thing I really like. He'd call that shit out. But then he has the other stuff, which yeah. I've never read into enough to want to comment on Trevor Bauer. Right. Uh, I I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough about it either. Yeah. So, like, we'll stay away from it. Right. So, we'll let the courts do their thing. Yeah. So, let's let talk about public... me too. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, man, man. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I still have, uh, there's still a certain, a, no. there's, there's still a certain romance about baseball that I'm I not, think only baseball can provide. Yeah. Um, a couple years ago I went to Nashville. Yeah. I visited Bree down there and, uh-huh. um, we were meeting up for lunch on, I think it was like a Sunday. I think it was when she, it could have been when she got married. Maybe it was when she got married. I yeah. can't remember. We were meeting up for lunch or whatever on Sunday. Okay. And uh, I got there early, like an hour early. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to kind of walk around this neighborhood or whatever. And I just kind of like was walking through like this little park, and I came up on like a couple baseball fields, and there were kids playing. It was, yeah. it was sit there just watching. Like, I felt that, like just sitting there. I right. I talked about, I think on the podcast, like every time I go to a baseball stadium, yeah. it's still the coolest feeling ever walking up on the field. One of so those I don't big know parks? Yeah. Like or not just even any old. anyone. Yeah. Like, you know, going to Shilkathy Paints game. It's really oh, fucking yes. cool. Oh, yeah. yes. Great experience if you ever get a yeah. chance to do that, by the way. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just going anywhere. Like, you know, driving by um, the Little League field where I played. Sure. It's kind of cool, even though they fucked the whole thing up. Yeah. They put the foul line. There's a mess. There's a hill on yeah. that field. It kind of goes down in the right field corner. Yeah. Where the line actually goes down into the corner. <laughs> okay. Like, that's where the foul line actually goes, is to the corner. Yeah. They have the foul pole. Yeah. Like, 10 feet over. So, I'm like, yeah. no. So, basically, you have a line that's going into the field for that because they're fucking stupid. Right. At least that's what my dad told me. I hit a home run one time. Nice. One there. He's nice. like, yeah, that's actually fair. And then they're like, you're letting him run. I'm like, well, I, I didn't get to that moment when I hit my home run to, like, actually just try it on the bases. Yeah. Because I had to come back because I called it foul. Yeah. And then my dad's like, no, that's actually a fair ball. The way the field goes. I'm like, well, just give it to him. So, I had to, like, put the bat down and then jog oh, man. Like, it, it took all the moment it took my I moment I never had a home run that, that was the moment that was yeah. probably the moment where I hated baseball forever man. for taking that away from me <laughs> man grown ups ruining kids lives yeah all the time. I, don't know. I don't know I remember at <laughs> Minford in high school I hit one off the wall oh man it would have been a grand slam I've never hit a home run yeah and uh, maybe an in the park yeah because you know when I hit it no one could catch or throw. Which yeah, he hit it so hard. It just goes right through the glove. So it went over the Some infield. angels in the outfield shit. <laughs> and then no one could throw it to the base that I was running to, so just coast right along. You know, the best. Do you ever think about the cast of Angels in the Outfield? Matthew McConaughey, Adrian Brody. I only it's, remember. It it's Danny very Glover? odd. That's Danny Glover? Yeah, Danny Glover's okay, in yeah, it. Yeah. Tony Danza. No kidding. All yeah, Tony Danza's in it. Yeah. Sheesh. Uh isn't Joseph Gordon-Levitt the kid? He is, I think, the kid. Yeah, he's yes. the kid. Yeah. yeah. That's, I haven't seen that movie in an age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like I said, Matthew McConaughey's the... No. Oh, yeah, man. he's the center fielder or whatever. Wow. That, like, oh, constantly oh, crashes into shit. Right. Okay. And Adrian Brody's, like, the really horrible player that still's a Major League Baseball player. 
that gets that weird inside the park home run with the 45 errors in yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's Adrian Brody. <laughs> that sounds like my home run. <laughs> yeah. I like, I always like that with sports movies, like how unrealistic certain aspects yeah. of it are. Like, yeah, this player is horrible. He can't even play baseball. Right. He, he can't walk straight without falling over. I'm like, and how is he a major league baseball player? <laughs> exactly. But they do it. Uh, Who's he's, he's literally making like $500,000 right. to be bad. <laughs> like, stop. <laughs> I, you know, when uh, I was watching the uh, Ken Burns baseball mm-hmm. thing, and they were talking about the early days of the Mets. And it's like, where did they get this team? And what was it, 66? Yeah, maybe, I know they won maybe in 69, like but... Maybe like 62. Okay. 62, 63. So they had some really bad years in the yeah. early one. And it's like, how... I mean, I could have not. No, I could not have played Major League Baseball, but I could have played for the Mets. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, but you know, um, how did some of those guys make it to the majors? I don't. Know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Especially, oh, and you really go back to the early, early days. Right. There's right. Certain things like do these guys just con their way on there? Yeah. There's a great uh, soccer story from the late '90s. What yeah. was his name? I want to say it's like it's not Alibaba. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but he said he was um, George Way, who was okay. a really good soccer player. Okay. Um, I can't remember where he's from, but he said he was his cousin. Yeah. And who who signed him? It was a former Liverpool manager. Yeah. I think it was Graham Sunis. Okay. Signed him without ever seeing him play. Yeah. Just on the just on the name. Yeah. Or, that or yeah that somebody some scout said, oh, it's his cousin. Like, well, we'll give him a shot, and yeah. then they played him, and within a half hour, like, oh shit, what have we done? It was just some guy who, just some guy basically ended up being, like he played like like lower leagues in other countries. Right. Like, I think he was like a third tier in France or something like that. <laughs> maybe not even that. I think maybe he was like even in his home country. I can't remember where he's from. I can't remember his name. I think it was Southampton. And like, yeah, like, you know, by the way, fuck Southampton. Portsmouth all the way. Go Pompeys. <laughs> I'm all in on this rivalry now. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I mean, you, I, may, I might need to get into the lower leagues myself yeah. considering i don't really have a sport right now so yeah. maybe it's time to. i always forget you're a liverpool fan i we are fan, i think which that you're was a liverpool fan first... because of beatles basically yeah that was that's the probably start. what it was yeah that trash band <laughs> so that great band from the <laughs> liverpool no um there was also a thing like the first the first world cup i watched 1998 mm-hmm. i think that was also the year that that might have been like Steven Gerrard's like first it would have year been Michael like Owen. early. It would have been Michael Owen. He played for Liverpool okay. and he had a great tournament. Okay. Because it would have been before Gerrard. Yeah. Because he would have made his de- he made his debut in 99. I don't know. There was something about the English side that year. Yeah. And I was like, yes. Yeah, because like Michael then, Owen was like 18. Yeah, He was yeah. super young and yeah. was like just dominating. And I think it was just like I'm still learning how big soccer is. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, there's a team from Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Great. And they are apparently one of the better sides. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I want to make this my team. Just Yeah. That's, and then it turns, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how the beginnings of fandom always work. That basically if, ha- if you're not that's re- basically regional. how mine worked because it, yeah. it would have been 2010. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, I should get into more soccer. So I decided to become an English Premier League fan because yeah. I, I could find their games a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to decide who to be. Like, Man United. I'm like, nah. they Because that point, like, they would win everything all the time. So right. it's like. I'm not a glory hunter. I'm not going to go just root for the best team all the time. Sure. You know, not my personality, like an underdog. Yeah. Um, 
Then I look, I'm like, oh, man, there's another team in Manchester, Manchester City. I didn't know this. Sure. And that's, but then I found out they had just recently been bought by one of the richest families in the world. Yeah. And a lot of oil money is just being poured in. So I'm like, yeah. mm, that feels cheap to me. Right. If it's not for you, whatever. I mean, they're only just horrible people who <laughs> hate, you know, certain people for their beliefs or their sexual orientation, whatever. Right. If yeah. you like you know. that, that's fine with you, idiot. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> and then I thought about Chelsea because I knew a couple friends who did like soccer, like Chelsea. Yeah. But then I knew, then I found out Roman Abramovich, who, was one of the I think it's like 17 or 21 yeah. oligarchs in Russia who stole all the money when the Soviet Union fell right so it's like no yeah. no thank you yeah get he's out a of that. piece of shit too yeah. so no thank you um, now they're owned by Todd Bowley the guy who runs the Dodgers and yeah. he's, he's a fucking shit I hate him too um, and then it came down to Liverpool or Arsenal yeah, I couldn't decide. And I was mm. like, hmm, you know, that. Arsenal was a close one for me too. Yeah, so I was just like, because oh. it was cool. Because like, you know, it's like you wanted a team that's good, and you yeah. also wanted a team that you could see a lot. And then, you know, yeah, you'd see those basically five teams all the time right. or something. There were stars, and on then Arsenal Spurs the end up coming along a little bit more. Yeah, um, but then I was like, well, who? And I just remember I hated the English side at the 2010 World Cup. Yes, but I really like Steven Gerrard. Yeah. I really loved him. Yeah, I was like, you he know, was... he's the one guy I respected. Right. And so I was looking through the teams, and they had Dirk Kout, who was I really liked from the net, the yes. Dutch side. Yes. They had, um, at the time, let's see who else they had. Fernando Torres, who I liked from the Spanish side. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is my team. Yeah. And the first time I finally felt the true connection, because like the first time I watched a game, they lost the Wolves at home. Right. And it was like, and it was like literally the worst time to become a Liverpool fan. Like yeah. the team was in chaos. It was falling apart. It was like not even sure if they're going to exist in a year's time, <laughs> like yeah. bad financially. Yeah. Uh, and then on the field, they were horrible um, for most of that year. Um, but it was later in the year they played Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And it was like super late in the game. I can't remember who gave away a penalty, but Arsenal scores a penalty in like 94th minute. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that sucks. And then um, – Liverpool immediately goes down, gets their own penalty. Yeah. So, like, in the 99th minute, Dirk yeah. Kaut puts one away, makes it 1-1. And, like, they finally blow the whistle. The two managers, Arsene Wegner, who I, I really love Wegner. Yeah. Um, even though he has some stupid ideas for the game in the future. <laughs> and Kenny Daglish, who's, like, the greatest player in Liverpool history, yeah. who's the manager at the time, uh, come together. And, like, Wegner's, like, not happy because the penalty was so late. Yeah. And, like, Kenny looks at me, it's a penalty. And, like, he's trying to, like, point at something. And... Kenny, on TV, you can hear it, playing his day, goes, fuck off, and, like, walks away from him. And then as, like, Fegner's walking away, he's like, piss off. <laughs> I'm like, I love this more than anything in the world right now. That was, like, the moment I'm like, I am definitely a Liverpool fan forever because yes. of this exact moment. Yes. Oh, it was it, it was so satisfying. I was like, oh, this is great. Like, he just, like, fuck off. <laughs> I, kn- I had no idea who Kenny Daglish was at the time. I just knew he was the manager. Right. And I didn't realize he was, like, he's, like, the greatest player in Liverpool history. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> There's I uh, I wish I'd paid I pay more attention to yeah. uh, to soccer and I you know I still love Liverpool I love hearing when the lads win you know yeah I, um, yeah you get to watch them today I did beat Ajax three nil beautiful beautiful yeah that fucking goal by Harvey Elliott the third one yeah went that, into the roof of the net yeah that was nice and that first one by Salah you yeah know, was, uh, a little chip I I like I'm starting to of course you know I'm starting to call it the old Ruby Doobie or something like that. If you, well, you got to like Roy Orbison to get him, you know. <laughs> it's like you just faint one way and then you give him the old ooby dooby right over the top. I'm going to throw up right now. <laughs> if you say wooby dooby again. Ooby dooby. Ooby dooby, whatever. <laughs> I got him to say it. Okay. Oh my God, I might call it that now. I won't call it, but take credit for it. Because <laughs> I love it. I'm going to throw up how much I love it. Well, I've never thought of it. 
Ooby Dooby right over the top. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what Roy Orbison had in mind when he did yeah. that song, but probably it is. <laughs> uh, you son of a bitch. I hate you. I hate you so much. You have no uh, idea. But I, and yet, you can't be without, I don't know. That's mighty too much. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Okay, yeah. You just going to leave that hanging there? Yeah. All right. Well, dude, what do yeah. you think? You think calling time? Yeah, I think this has been a good chat. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it's it's been entertaining to you all as it has been for us. Don't talk to my audience. Very well, Brandon. <laughs> please address your audience and say that. I have yeah, I think we've time. had a good time, as yeah. Lauren was saying. <laughs> Basically, what Lauren said. How about that? <laughs> I would no. love to come back up and do it again. Yeah, I was gonna man. say this it was a great real, time. Yeah, it was a good time. Great time. Yeah. What a what, wonderful time. Yeah, here we go. I love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Might be a little bit. We can do it again. I hope so. I said I have. I have a couple other people. Um, you. I don't think you ever met Robbie. Rob Thomas? No, I have never no, met him. No, yeah, no, you haven't met him. <laughs> I only, you know, like, I understand you don't brush elbows with the same people I get to brush elbows That's with. That's true. Rob Thomas um, and Matchbox 20. Yeah. And uh, it's always Sonny fa- fame. That's, um, what's he most famous for? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Being Sinbad's bitch. <laughs> this is Sinbad's house. That's <laughs> why I'm like, it's just such a random episode like, for them to just randomly show up. You're right. It's the episode where uh, Dan, uh, DeVito, uh, Frank accidentally calls Bon Jovi Joe Bonioni or something like that. Like, he can't pronounce it right, so he keeps right. saying it wrong. And then Max got the bald cap on because he thinks it makes him look like he has cancer, but he still has the beard hair. Yeah. And then the oh woman's like, you do know when you have cancer, your beard hair falls out. Oh, I, 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 talk, I talk to people about that. <laughs> and they, they said that's not necessarily. <laughs> oh, what a funny show. And then he's wearing the wig over the bald cap at yes. one point. And then <laughs> that's also uh, that's also the episode where D and Charlie do the stand up stuff. Yeah, because they want to li- walk a mile in each other's shoes. Who has a harder life? So it's the episode where uh, Charlie shows her the sleeping ritual where he eats a whole bunch of cat food. Yes, uh, sniffs a whole bunch of paint and goes to sleep. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> it's like D goes to the tries to go to the bathroom that night because yeah. they have like the piss bucket or whatever yeah and she tries to go there and it's like it's just fucking chaos in there so she comes back and it's just Frank sitting over the bed and he's just like occupado <laughs> just pissing into the thing and then like I've been listening to their podcast I'd, I've never noticed or I'd never realized how kind of funny it was yeah at the very like whenever Charlie goes to sleep or whatever and uh, D doesn't want to eat the cat food or whatever yeah. Frank comes bursting into the door and he's got like margarita beads yeah. all, like wearing and he's shovels like a whole bunch of cat food in and it's like fucking goes to sleep or whatever. I'm like, I never thought about like how hilariously random like the Marty Gre- like where'd he come from? What's, right. he, what's he been doing? It's never addressed. <laughs> it's great. But then it's uh, it's the episode where Charlie and Dee go to the stand up night, like the open mic. Yeah. And Dee tries to do the stand up and keeps gagging. Yeah. And it's so great. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, Charlie goes up there because she signed Charlie up without him knowing. So he yeah. goes there and tries to talk about cheese. Let's try to think about Oh, I always lose it when he gags. It oh, just, man. Oh, I, I cry laughing almost every time I watch it. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite episodes, mostly because Rob Thomas and Sinbad are there. Yeah. And Sinbad is just owning it. So did he do, did Rob Thomas do more than one guest appearance? On that That's day? the only episode That's he's the ever only been. One. In. Okay, I, and then I said I I talked about it on the podcast a little bit. Yeah. Uh, apparently they tried to get Bon Jovi to be in that episode. And yeah. I don't think it worked out, or okay. didn't want to do it, or whatever. Yeah. And then in their podcast, they they just mentioned that that Springsteen had agreed to come on the show. Yeah. And then like all oh, just didn't work out, and they just keep going. I'm like, 
well, let's go back to this. Especially like, being me, like being such a Springsteen guy. I'm like, I want to know everything about this proposed Springsteen episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. My thought was like it'd be like either the episode where they go to the boardwalk. Yeah. Or the episode where um, Dennis and Charlie go to the banquet mm-hmm. while um, Frank, Mac, and Dee are stuck in the woods. Yeah. Um, it's the Tom Sizemore episode. I don't know if you remember that. Tom uh, Sizemore's in it, and he lot lizards and stuff like that. Yes. Um, and they meet Chase Utley and Ryan Howard. Oh, no. That's, that's fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's great. Because it's like <laughs> Max dreams to meet Chase Utley because he's yeah. in love with him. Yeah. And, like, Dennis takes a picture of him and Chase Utley together and sends it to him. And, oh, it's great. <laughs> but I think that's the only – because those, those, both those episodes take place in Atlantic City or in yeah. New Jersey. So that's the episodes I can think of. That reminds me or of Or that it would have worked with Springsteen Ray only showing right. up or something like that. Uh, that reminds me of maybe it'd been the uh, scene in the Atlantic City episode where they're under the boardwalk and they walk onto the two homeless guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Springsteen standing in the background or something like that, <laughs> writing about this weird American dream. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of an episode of uh, Futurama, one of the later seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think they were spoofing a Scooby Doo episode or something like that, and it was yeah. like, oh yeah, well the Globe Trotters are you know they're playing in this town tonight and. <laughs> Uh, it's like, well, we got to practice. So how are we going to practice? Well, we got to clone Larry Bird five times or something like that and <laughs> practice against Larry Bird. And I think like the whole thing was like, yeah, we got Larry Bird and here's his appearance. And it was just like a, uh, an answering machine recording saying how much he did not want to be on this stupid show. <laughs> and, and it made it on the show. It's like, this is Larry Bird. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to have anything to do with this show. Please stop asking or something like that. And then, the, then they just roll right along with it. <laughs> It was hilarious. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of we weird gotta... how many episodes of Scooby-Doo did have the Globetrotters. How many? There's probably... There's a bunch. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of bunch. them. Yeah. It's always what, Curly and... Uh, uh, I don't know. I Was it Archibald? I'd get them confused I with don't the Futurama gang, because yeah. that's what I'm into right now. I don't know. Whatever. Well, well brother. Yeah. It's been, it's a, been good a good time. time. Yes, it has. Yes, it's it been... has. Um, I think this has been the Monster the first time ever on the Monster Ate the Pie with the guest, which has been LL Cool K himself. Winner of the Monster Ate the Pie baking contest. And all, yeah, yeah. I'm cutting that. Okay. I'm cutting that so fucking bad. <laughs> One more time with feeling. I hate you. I hate you so much. First guest, Midnight been... Keller here. <laughs> it's been a great time. I think we've had some laughs. We've talked about some cool shit. Yes. Uh, fuck Ma- Rob Manfred was basically the crux of the episode. Uh, all together, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, who do you think is going to win the World Series? Uh, you know, I'm still Philly's still a National League fan, yeah. so go Phillies. I, I still have a hard time. You know, I, we maybe glanced. I know we're about trying to wrap this show up, but we yeah, we glanced over. It's like you know, I, I run the show, Lauren. You don't have a producer like knocking my ear, like well, wrap this shit up. <laughs> so you know, the team. I love the team, the Reds. Those are my guys. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're not in it, and but yet, still love certain players. You know, like mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. I still have a certain like go Justin Verlander. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You mm-hmm. know, is he a cheater? Maybe. Yeah. Probably. I don't, Does I don't he also know. have like one of those late resurgence really, of a That stuff never really attached to the pictures that's, so much. That's yeah, um, and I guess the whole cheating scheme does slant away from the pitcher. Yeah. Yet he still had a great year that year. He anyway, another, he had another his, great year this year. He might right. Another sign. His he's like fucking forty now. His resurgence as a player since mm-hmm. going to Houston has been incredible. Yeah. 
Uh, but then, I remember actually randomly. Um, we're going to get to the end of the show. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, it's part of the show now. It's just fucking chaos at the end. Right. Um, Trevor Bauer once yeah. again. You know, he said it. He's a person. He's right. real. He's, we have to acknowledge he that he exists. said this. Yeah. Yeah. He exists as a person. Um. <laughs> He talked about that the Astros pitchers were cheating. Yeah. Uh, you're putting stuff on their fingers, better spin rates and sure, stuff like yes, that, which that's what that. they're all focused on. Right. But I thought a lot of the stuff they did, because everybody started doing it. Because yes. that's why, like, last year there was all the no-hitters that kind of, there, yeah. was like, there was like three no-hitters in four days or some ungodly high number of them. It was huge And news. everybody was just throwing the most wild pitches ever, like, right. in terms of, like, movement and stuff like that. Yeah. And I guess it came down, like, there's, like, spider tack or something on their fingers. I can't so I don't know if that's called, what that but... was attached to. So it's, like, same thing with kind of what the Astros scandal was. Like yeah. Everybody was doing it. But me, I'd rather see Castellanos win one than Verlander win one. So, Mostly yeah. just because Verlander winning one means, like, Altuve and those shitheads win yeah. another one. And I did like and Castellanos. And, like, fucking and the first, just... what's the first baseman's name for the Astros? Guriel? Yes. He's, he's the one who did the stupid fucking, like, Pinched his eyes back when he hit a home run oh, off you, Darvish, like yeah. that piece of shit. Oh, and then God. they didn't suspend him for anything. Yeah. They just said, oh, we're going to give him a fine and uh. let him still try to win a World Series. Like, no, you take that moment away from him because of his stupidity. There's so much. I don't care how much Astros. you affect the game on that moment. You yeah. Know? So it would be, it would be neat to like. see Dusty win one, sure. Baker. That's, yeah. But at the same time, he's Dusty Baker. He's not good enough to win a World Series. And that's what we learn with the Reds. Right. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I, I he still looks more like a manager than anybody. Like, he does. He, he looks does. the part. Tony Russo looks old. As he fuck, looks rough, he? man. Yeah, like he, I saw, like I, you know, I've just known his back, so I kind of yeah. randomly looked at him. Like he looks so old. He doesn't. I think I think Dusty, my Dusty's a little bit younger, I guess. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he looks younger. And he definitely looks younger. Um, I was gonna say I thought they were maybe the same age, but I think Russo's a little bit older than him. I don't know but, how much of it's true. It might just be you know you hear things, but you know I've I've heard things like. You know, like uh, when when King Griffey Jr. was on his way out and he was trying to play out his last year in Seattle, mm. you know, there was a lot of talk about him like uh, he, you know, he fell asleep in the dugout or whatever. And I've heard the same thing about LaRusso. And it's like, mm-hmm. man, maybe go ahead and hang it up. And mm-hmm. the White Sox had a good team for a minute. Maybe give him a chance. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't maybe know. they're still good. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, a big part of uh, the requiem for baseball or whatever it yeah. ends up being is the talk about King Griffey Jr. swing as a child, oh, like how fucking cool man. it was. Yeah. <laughs> that it's little walk, poetry. too, it was, it was poetry. It was yeah. beautiful. It's something I get shivers about thinking about right now. Yeah. Ugh. Speaking of baseball, hey, that invitation is still open for you to come down Yeah, it's on and t- play for the, you know, yeah. the Mount Park items. What? Yeah, the items, man. Or as I, the, that's the short version. The long version is the items of interest, which is a great name for a baseball team. And also, nine guys. You know, I don't know. I said I'm that. starting my own goddamn baseball team. <laughs> if you guys are going to join my baseball team and kick the shit out of this team, <laughs> let me know. Let me know now. Because I'm, I'm ending this. I'm ending the goddamn items of interest. Ugh. It's going to be war. Man. There's going to be there's going to be some up and in fastballs. Let me tell you when oh. that game happens. Well, we've you never guys seen, aren't going to like it. We've never seen a lefty. We're all... Yeah. Well, it yeah. won't be for me because oh, I okay. never had a fastball. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I had the curve. I dropped yeah. that in on you. Nice. Maybe. Nice. I think if I threw one baseball right now, I think my whole arm would just go. Nope. You're done. Do you think it's the? Uh, all right. It's Do you think easy. it's the arm? It you probably think? is. Yeah, oh, okay. Sure. I didn't have great mechanics for a long mm. time growing up, but yeah. whatever. 
Right. Whatever. Whatever. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's man. get out of like, here. All right. It's Once again, time. thank you so much for tuning in. It's been uh, Monster Eight the Pilot Podcast, the first special episode outside of the COVID episode, I guess, yeah. when I had COVID. Uh, so first interview episode. Uh, we'll have some more of these. I have my buddy Robbie planning coming on pretty soon. I'm going to try and see if I can get my old manager Nick to get on here. Uh, talk to us. Maybe, maybe I can get my you know my sister on here. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, yeah. Whatever. She was the second runner-up to the baking show. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. That horse is dead. Yeah, that horse is very much dead, <laughs> and it died an hour and a half ago when you said it the first time. <laughs> Anyways, thank Thanks you so for much for tuning on, in. Thank you, Lauren, for showing up. Uh, yeah, we'll do it again in the future. All Once right. again, thank you guys so much. Have a great night. Stay positive. Get better. Thanks for listening, understanding, yada, yada, yada. Peace.